evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Matthew, and I'm playing Clever Stitch, the tabaxi arcane archer. Megan, I'm playing Saride, the Eldrin glamour bard. Eric, and I'm playing Sarak, the Arakakra Horizon Walker Ranger. Howdy, y'all. I'm Mars. I'll be playing Tal Roth Oakenblade, a Wood Elf Scout. And I'm Kez, and I'm going to be playing Treasure Gladuhoof, the Tiefling Fighter. Welcome, 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 everybody. We are very happy to have you guys here with us. Um, let's see. Got the background music running. It might be a little quiet, but we'll give it a shot. Um, so, I think, uh, you know, we might be doing a giveaway tonight. I think we should be. Ooh, it's it's Gygax Day. It, it's, it's Gygax Day. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's it Gygax Day. Today is Gygax's birthday. Aw, well birthday. then, yes. We are doing a giveaway today. <laughs> Caitlin just remembered, because I just remembered. And it's the last, <laughs> it's our last disasters show in, um, yeah. of July. July. And we haven't, we haven't done our Norse Foundry giveaway of July. Uh, so hashtag Gygax will definitely be our hashtag for that. We'll probably do it at the break, which is usually around 930 um so stick around uh for for that or go join our patreon even at a one dollar level you always get an entry um to to do those things so that's our big announcement for right now um i will find the coins at some point and show them to you guys uh because we're professionals here we remember things yeah it's north boundary (laughs) exactly 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 um yeah. So, other than that, which is which is very exciting, we um, we have started the the first steps in our um, project Eberron um, life. Uh, so we've started a, a mega game playtest. Uh, if you guys haven't heard about Project Eberron, it's something that we are doing uh, on a second Discord channel. If you guys are interested, um, message us, reach out to us. We're, we're trying to. Ooh, let's do this. Let's see. Oh, we found the coins. All right. Let's see if I, they were right there. I just, but I couldn't stand up. Okay. Let's do our, our beauty blogger um, um, best here. So. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? Yeah. Look at that. Ooh. Boom. And the bit. Yes, I know how to. Ah. Uh, yeah. So so there's there's those. There's also uh, some fun ones like this, right? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are it. these these really awesome kind of moon mm-hmm. coins. Don't hide my mouth, then it will see it. <sighs> I feel like a Power Ranger doing this. Um. Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, because yeah, because they always had the hand behind it. <laughs> yeah, the hand behind. Yeah, exactly. The you're original Rangers. People, you're either a Power Ranger or a beauty blogger. Yep. <laughs> um, so we we've got a set of these coins. Um, they are metal. They are really well made. 
um, they do a, a great bit of clinky clink. Um, that's how you know it's some good coins. That's how you know that's some true. good coins. I just dropped some of them on the floor, so Ooh, what uh, you'll get those, too. Wait, wait. Heads huh. up or heads down? Um, This is going to look awkward, but let's find out. I believe in you. I don't know if that's a head or not. Um, I'm going to go Power Ranger real quick. Uh, I'm going to say that's... What's the other head? side look like? What's on the other side? Because if that's the five and the other side is... That's a face. No. Okay, I'm going to say the other, the other side is would... heads. Okay. Yeah. And then this yeah, one? heads. Okay. Uh, that's, that, yeah, and the other side. Oh, that was a good spin. I'm going to say other... that was the other Tail? side. Yeah. Tails? I think we I have one so. head and one tail. All right. Maybe? It's going to be an interesting season. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it is. And by that, I mean episode. So now this by one that, legitimately I mean, has a head, and the other side fair. is a tree. So, like, oh, like that, that one's like, kind of... Yeah. yeah, yeah. That'll work. But these are uh, from their Elven coin line uh, over at Norse Family. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so absolutely love those. I have to say, I am kind of partial to the ones with, like, the hole in them, or, like, the little tree ditty. Um, yeah. Especially how in Storm King's Thunder, we're in Waterdeep now, and looking at the coins from Waterdeep are all, they're all fucking weird. Like, they're like <laughs> hourglass shape, moon shape, anything a circle? No. no. Why would we Fuck do circles. that? Yeah. And they definitely have like Electrum as a, as a thing, which is awful. Just absolutely <laughs> awful. Um... And they have a coin of, it's like the Electrum version of something about Platinum. So it's oh. like, yeah, it's like five Platinum or something. Yeah. Ew. The Lords of Waterdeep always have to make things confusing. They really, really do. Um, any other announcements before we get into stuff tonight? Um, starting August, we're not uh, debuting on August 1st, um, CFC Arts production of uh, Midsummer Night's Dream will be available for purchase and download. Um, it has, I directed it, it has uh, voice talents from a lot of different people in Central Florida and across the country, including um, this chuckle disaster, Matthew, that is really, really lovely. Um, Billy over from Indigo Chameleon um, also has a, has a bit of a role. Um, and some other people from Indigo's channel. It's it's a really phenomenal work. They do yourself a favor. It's one of the best midsummers you're ever going to listen to. So that's cool. Okay. It was fun. It was fun. Definitely check it out. Nice. Who was Billy in that one? I didn't. I didn't realize he was Theseus. Is he? Oh, that. that yeah. He sounds. He sounds like a like you can hear the speedo in his voice. That. He is the most oversexed Duke of Greece that's ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> that Delightful. sounds perfect. Absolutely. Him and Jessica. Him and Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds uh, tremendous. I can't wait to hear it. Um cool guys. Let's Oh, I think Oh, oh yes, 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 Kes, yes. please. Since we were speaking about patrons before. We can still talk about the fact that if you sign up for being a patron, 
that also will get us a little bit closer to that 30 patron count for the art giveaway. That's right. That is a full body color um, piece, no background, from uh, from Kez, who has done some art for us in the past. Um, if you guys haven't seen some of her work, check out the Instagram. I know we feature a lot of it on there, and I think we have some links over to her stuff as well. Hopefully we can put that up in the chat. Um, there absolutely phenomenal um the last giveaway uh, she helped us out with doing for our patrons was uh, an absolute blast it was a joy um to see and uh and we're excited to continue continue doing that and uh, she also did our our really awesome was it full team like uh portrait piece yeah which is which is really really cool stay on me camera just because i go like that <laughs> doesn't mean you should focus off of me on me Sorry, cameraman and I are not getting along today. Um, let's get to it. Our adventure takes place in the continent of Lichtracht. It is a land of myth, of legend. It is a land of fate and destiny. A land bereft of gods. Um, a land ruled by mortal ambitions and um, the myths that they spawn. Our heroes are members of the Magnus Exploratorium, a um, college, an institute of higher learning dedicated to anthropology and archaeology to discover the secrets of this lost land. Um, they have joined an expedition to a legendary place far to the northwest of, of where their current home is, known as the Forge. If uh, reports are to be believed, this is the uh, home, the place which um, pieced together uh, mythic weapons known as the Arms of the Fate. They are weapons and items that have um, impacted those uh, destined to wield them and the world around them, the world at large. And so we look to, did I give you guys a leaving date? I believe it was a, a... The first of the month. That's when we you yeah. guys were prepping. And I think- you, And we had four days, I believe. Yeah, I think, I think it was like days. the seventh. It's either the fifth or the seventh. I would have done, because uh, I don't think I made you wait to the 10th. Um, yeah. Let's leave on the 7th. There we go. Done. You guys are setting out on the 7th of Champions. Champions, got it. Thank yep. you. Middle, um, the middle of the summer months. And that is where you guys will be. That is from which you guys will be setting out. Um... So this is your last moment. Is there anything left that you want to go and look at? No magic shops today. You guys have already been through all of those. Um, any anything else? Did we have? Did I ever buy the? I think I bought a bunch of arrows. We bought a bunch of arrows, right? You can yeah. go ahead and check off any any expenditures of arrows that you would like to that you would like to make. Because I know we bought, like, I know I bought, like, 
60 arrows of quivers, and then we bought the 20 of the plus ones. Yes. There you go. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure we have between the two of us, uh, me and Clever Stitch. Wait, what now? Got you more arrows. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah! How many, how many of you... <laughs> of How many of which... Which kind? The regular arrows? Essentially, 30 regular arrows and... Um, uh, 30 regular arrows and 10 plus 1 arrows. Thank you. Perfect, got it. Um, if you would like to... Um, if you would like to keep more of those regular ones, I... I already had 87. So... <laughs> yeah, I'll just take the 60 regular arrows then. Yeah, yeah. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, I was like, I'm just gonna buy a shit ton of them. It's fine. That's all I'll be carrying around. I do appreciate the um, anticipation of, of yep. arrow need. What yep. happened, Sarite? Are you okay? There's a dragonfly by my head trying to get outside. Oh. Bearded me. Oh. <laughs> Do you need to let him out? I'm trying. He's not leaving. <laughs> have you have you rolled an animal handling check? I don't have any. <laughs> I opened the door and he won't leave. Now he's just flying above my head. Dragonflies are good luck. They, yeah, they're very sweet and very good luck. <laughs> Good. I'm glad I convinced you of that. <laughs> it's true. Very just... thoroughly convinced, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, clearly my persuasion set not super great. Um You guys meet up on the morning of the 7th. Screebers to his um to his promise is very punctual. He is uh, he is standing there um, in his Magnus Exploratorium robes. He has his uh, backpack on. His uh, his Fu Manchu uh, cobalt beard has been brushed, and um, and you you can tell. Uh, well, Saride can probably tell treasure treasure too. Um, the boys, maybe not, that he, he, he seems to have braided, then decided against braiding, and then went back and rebrushed them out. He, he woke up early and did his best to be, uh, presentable for you guys. I've done that too. You try yeah. to curl the hair, it doesn't work, you're like, fuck it, I'll just go wavy. Yep, we're just gonna go wavy. Exactly. Um, along with Screebers is your sister expedition the one that is being led by Wyatt. Um, okay. As you guys uh, are there, you can see that there is a long train of uh, caravan wagons. The expedition probably numbers of about 16 wagons, not counting your own Three. Um, for a wagon of people, there's a wagon of supplies, 
and then another wagon of, of tools, food, um, you know, clothes, every, everything that they could possibly need. Um, all of their wagons are covered um, in pre preparation for the um, weather that is ahead. And at the head of the train, there is two wagons of the Wildlanders. Um, the large uh, humanoid barbarians, nigh the size of, of Goliaths, um, each adorned with a bit of adamantium um, on their person. Do you guys have written anywhere the name of their leader? I believe you met them way back in like session two. Maybe even session one. Is it Tower? Sorry. Can you? He was talking to Alvaro when we met Wyatt. It was during that little. Oh, it was the first you, day. Well, you met them at the bar before there. that too. Yeah, but we didn't get names him. there. Okay. Then yeah, I wasn't there for that one. Oh my god, where's my notebook? I know I have this. Because the earliest, the earliest name I have is um, Alga the Alchemist, Colette the Quartermaster, Professor um, Renatal, Great, mm. Bronifray, etc., etc. So I mine is from like session two on. Mm -hmm. My early session notes are at the studio. <laughs> Ooh, what fun! <laughs> They're over there. <laughs> um. So the leader of of the Wildlanders is present, uh, but uh, you can see that it is primarily his lieutenant that seems to be um, running the the show on the side there. And you guys, as you guys are approaching, you can see Wyatt is and a couple of other individuals are going down the line of of wagon caravans. Was it up there? and are making uh, preparations and checks uh, through all of their stuff. Um, is there anything you guys would like to do? Forget about it, it's okay. I'll probably walk up to Screepers and just, hey Screepers, how you doing today? Screepers is good! Screamers is ready! The other one. That is damn good to hear, Screamers. That is very true. So, tell Screamers what. Yes. What name of your party am I joining? Who is Screamers joining? Oh. I'll let somebody who's a little better at uh, speaking words let you know, just to kind of make a little more uh, professional sounding. Sarad, treasure? You are not good at um, speaking words. How do Screepers understand you? Oh. The archivists. We're called the archivists. Oh. Screepers processes that for a moment. You can see him wanting to ask who calls you that. But then he starts to put it together that, oh, that's that's what you want to be called. Okay, all right, good. And then and and like 
he's you know he works it out on his own and uh and goes ah the screamer is his archivist yes head archivist head archivist oh no that's not true we don't really have we don't have levels but but once we do we'll definitely take your application into consideration Screamers feels like you lied to Screamers, and now he will put that down for your review. Remember, 30 <laughs> days. 30 days is, is... Wilder leader is Grat the Skull Cleaver. There oh. he is. I knew he was a Skull Cleaver. Notes! <laughs> of the Kenny Skull Cleavers. Speaking, right. of, speaking of figuring out what our name is, do we all have patches that we have been forced to sew onto our clothes yet? Uh, well, I think that was again, up to you guys if you were being um, supported by or um, sponsored uh, like a Formula One team by um, by Tasuma's Enchanted Blades but that... we could do it individually. It wasn't like all or nothing, right? Right. Yeah, but also I'm I'm poor, so I want a discount. <laughs> so I will be putting up. I will be putting a brought to you by <laughs> logo. <laughs> okay. All right. Carving it into my bow and like <laughs> okay. dyeing all of my arrow feathers to be like brought to you by. <laughs> Uh, who's it? <laughs> the end of the arrows. You've been killed by. Yeah, yeah. An arrow. They're all died. The, they're all died. The because did we did we decide was it a blue was it a blue flame? You guys had some flame? choices of, of blue and red icons. Uh, I well, just found we like barely cobbled together our name. The icon <laughs> will come. Quick. Okay. Well, uh, I'm I'm not rushing you guys, but. You know. I'm rushing us so that we make a decision. <laughs> Otherwise, we won't. <laughs> That's true. We'll let you guys know as the game goes on, uh, as they vote behind the scenes, which uh, which icon that they <laughs> they want. Um, so, Screamers, yeah, he's he is excited. Um, he will he will sew a patch on or. Uh, do something uh, crazy like that should it be appropriate love that um, within a few minutes Wyatt does make his way over um, to you all um, I'm so glad you all were able to join us we hope to make Good time today. We are about five days from Eastern Crossroads. So, hopefully, um, this inertial leg of the journey will be smooth. And there shouldn't be too much need for you. But it's still reassuring to have you all present. Are you ready to make way? Yes. Um, is there a particular position in the caravan you'd like us to be? 
for now, uh, given your proficiency for violence. Um, why don't you all take up the rear as the Wildlanders uh, leading and their own martial skill is not to be um, understated. We'll keep the <laughs> soft-footed of us, the intellectuals, uh, towards the center. And if you all would not mind, um, as some of you are capable of, traveling alongside and, and helping keep an eye out on the train. All right. Wagons West. Say, Westward Ho. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Treasure's going to say hi to Mr. Cleaver. I remember he actually really enjoyed her hair. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just to see how they've been doing during all this craziness of like not being able to leave on time and. Um, make a. You know what? You don't need to. There's there's no fail state to it. Trying to get better at that. Um, as you look at them, the Wildlanders, for for their part, look um, very happy to be on the road. But um, but the three months in town has um, has made them a little pudgy. Um, they definitely have have uh quarantine uh bellies but let's be clear this is they've gone from like two percent body fat to like 10 right like it's not it's not like they they've suddenly they're wearing fat suits right it's it, we're not talking the end of fat um, thor. it's not fat thor yeah it's not it's not fat <laughs> it's not fat thor but um but whereas before you could wash your clothes on on their abs and and pectorals now they you know things are a little tighter they're a little snugger they haven't needed to be out running the wilds and they've been living on the on the um school's dime so they've been eating and drinking for three months straight of course they're a little a little softer um, but as far as attitude goes, um, Skull Cleaver is all of his men are eager to be returning west, and he and his men and women, all all of their group, is um, definitely on board. Uh, they're they're war beasts. They rather than having horses, have um, sort of these large primal rhino looking creatures um that are are dragging their um their like a dire rhino uh so the that armor is just it's a little sharper the um the horn is is instead of being uh just sort of large and round it's it, it's got a little more of a fine point to it um, the shoulder armor and blades and and so those two wagons are 
their their beasts are also a, a bit pudgy, for lack of a better word. Um, but yeah, um, Skull Cleaver and, and his troop are prepared to go. And, and granted, do remember this was half. They stay. The two wagons stayed. Two wagons left um, a few months back. Um, as the Exploratorium agreed to, to get them the military assistance that they they had requested. So. Um, word is you guys have something of a of a two to three month journey, depending on on mountains and weather. Um, and so you begin to set out. The the days um, creep along in the initial leg of your journey leads you to the north um as you guys are going um i believe we have some potential roles uh we may be doing we might not do it in this leg of the journey but let's just sort of assign those for the night anyway um a guide in charge of all decisions concerning route, rest, supplies, uh, survival, and wisdom. I believe that is usually our Eric Cochran friend. Yes? Good. Usually. Uh, Scout uh, relies on stealth and investigation. There we go. Um, yep. Sounds good. Uh, Hunter uh, relies on survival checks. Mm-hmm. I have a negative one. No. I can help with hunting if it comes down to it. Because, yeah, I have a good stealth and a good investigation, but I cannot survival to save my ass. So I, have you, a three, I have a three survival. If you want to take scout and somebody else can take... I can I can assist with scout. Because I don't have proficiency in investigations, so it's just a plus two. So I can assist Talroth. So who, who's my hunter? Saride? I think it's Saride or yeah. Treasure. So plus three? Yeah. I have a plus one, so I can okay, assist. Yeah. Saride. Right. So Saride, you're Saride <laughs> the hunter. Saride, you are in charge of meals. Yeah. What? <laughs> Finding food in the wilds. Get us food. That's your job. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what have we done? <laughs> Uh, and look out! Um, <laughs> look out! Somebody. It's who's... okay to ride. Just make sure it's edible, and I'll make sure it's dead. How does that sound? <laughs> there you go. There we go. <laughs> um, Lookouts are um, perception. That's you need perception. I have a two, so I can do that one, I guess. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, but but we don't have anybody to to food then. Okay, my perception's an eight. Okay. So you'll be the lookout, and uh, Treasure will do the hunting. All right. So, and Clever Stitch, if you have nothing you're responsible nope. for, you can assist somebody at your... All right. Which I'm guessing is probably Treasure yep. doing the, uh, the hunting. I, it will literally be a detriment, but I will help. <laughs> I, I assume well, by providing the her. assist action. Yeah, yeah, no, that's... <laughs> That's true. Ow, 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 ow. What was that? 
It's a dragonfly. It's good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Dragonfly. If it's something so small it can live in my genes and it bites me, it's not a dragonfly. I don't know what's just a a miniature dragonfly. Found another coin. All right. Some might call them babies. (laughs) I call them pile. Please continue. Traveling north from Dorian's Dawn is a picturesque sight. Occasionally there are small bits of rolling hills, um, but Dorian's Dawn is nestled in the um, flatlands between the central scales and their foothills further to the east. It is beautiful farmland with uh, a number of large farming uh, stables and houses, large communities that, that pass through. As you guys ride through, occasionally um, young men and women, some children or um, denizens of, the, of these farms will uh, ride out to the road and have um, fruit for sale or um, small small bits of treats. Sometimes they have like meats that they'll they'll sell you. And these are very much just sort of the um, the stuffs produced by the farms that are usually eaten by by the denizens there. Um, a lot of this stuff you're familiar with. You, it gets shipped. Uh, down to Dorian's Dawn, out to Nicovaria and uh, Noval Brectus. Um, and so you, you're you seeing now the farms. Uh, if it was modern day, it'd be like, the sticker, the orange from California. You'd be like, oh, look, it's, oh, it's that farm. Yeah. Hello, farm. Right. So so it's, it's kind of cool in that way. Um, there are some beasts of burden. But um, as you guys are traveling, you can you do begin to hear some small questions being asked. People don't necessarily ask you guys directly uh, because you're not at the head of the caravan, and Wyatt is somewhere towards the middle himself. Um, but you're able to pick up chatter, um, especially on the evening of the third day of a couple of the farms that were destroyed and ransacked a few weeks back. Um, about which you would know lines up in the timeline of, of when uh, Harold Bolton and his crew escaped from Dorian's Dawn. Uh, reports are, are purely of lizard folk that had made their way through here and the community is banding together to help these two particular families um as you guys take up camp on the third night um there is a large sort of fairground field that um is left empty one of as you've been told one of the the local druids has 
um, told the farmers to let this land rest for a year, for a season. And and so they haven't grown anything on it. And, and you're able to make a, a lovely camp in the evening. And some of the families have come out. There's a small sort of festive feel to the to the summer. Um, not a lot of work to be done on the farms at this particular point. Um, the the crops are growing. They tend them for for um, bugs and things like that. But for the most part, things are going well, going smoothly. Is there anything in particular you guys would like to do on this night of? Festivity. Uh, yes. Uh, what are there games of chance around? So there are some small, some small like farm games of chance. Um, these are more along the lines of um, like uh, like wagon wheel spearing. Um, so it's, um, it's a wagon wheel that they've essentially painted different, like, point values in, and, um, and you chuck a spear as it rolls, and, and earn, and earn points. Um, oh, I'm there. Okay, great. I'll, I'll jump in on that. Yeah, there, there's that. They also have, um, it is a, um, a flower bag toss. Um, so it's, um, it's like small sacks of, um, burlap sacks of flour. And it's sort of like a, like darts or like a cornhole game. Um, and, but you, you, you toss them and you score points, but every time you toss it, flour pours out of the bag. So once all the flour is out of your bag, you're, you can't toss it anymore. So it's a, it's a mix between like... How hard do you throw it? Do you just take the small points in the in, on the edges, right? Okay. So you can just kind of okay. drop it there, or do you try to go for more points? Then the flowers out of your bag. It, it's that sort of Interesting. thing. Interesting. I like it. Um, Serenity playing somewhere. And there, there is um, definitely there's a, um, a farm sort of um, dad band. I was gonna say like a family band, so so a little more like the Partridge Family, right? Uh, like mom, mom has a lovely sort of singing voice. One of the daughters has a tambourine. Um, dad has, if if you're playing the violin or the fiddle, dad has like a like a guitar or a lute or something um, to to sort of jam out with you. Um, you know, mostly country dancing songs. You know. Those are the numbers they they kind of know, um, and you can tell that they are they play by um, by like ear and memory. Um, so certain styles or, or fanciful ideas, they're like I don't know, I'm just gonna twang along. Um, those of you that would like to play the um, Play the spear tossing game. Uh, you get three spears, um, so it is going to be or three javelins. Um, so I think those are the same proficiency either way. Um, so you get a spear, spear, spear. 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 Yeah. 
Um, so you guys can make three uh, three attack rolls um, with with the spear, and um, and yeah, let me. If you knock over the wheel, um, you you lose all your points for that round. Um, so you have to throw it like into into the rolling ring. Um, it's a little harder than it looks. But uh, let's go ahead and take the first round of Spear Chucker. Okay, do you want to go first or do you want me to? Oh, you go first. All right. Sirach walks up. All right, how much for a throw? Uh, <clears throat> Master Bird, we, we, we just um, we play for pies mostly. So a um, a a small shilling, right. a, a, a two coppers to to um, <laughs> to thank the the lovely um, the lovely wife Entel for her um, tremendous pie making skills. Um, but okay, so more of a this is what I want to do. Yeah. Sorry, I'm cutting you off twice. I didn't mean to. Um, I want to um, kind of flip a gold to him, oh. a gold piece, and right. say, keep the change. But at that moment, I want to look around and I want to see if anyone's like, if I want to see if there's anyone like looking at me having just tossed a gold piece and being a little plump bird boy being like, that's a target. Uh, okay. Make a... Ever make a, um... Make an insight check. Insight. Insight. Uh, 12. Nobody looks like you're a target to be robbed. Um... Okay. It, it, it looks like... A couple of the younger men that are um, that work these farms would really like to to um, show your your rich birdness up at their spear tossing game, but yeah, um, but but none of them seem um, inclined to to rob or or steal from you. Oh, okay, then I will grab a spear. Okay. Uh, first, throw. first toss. Go ahead and make me an attack roll. That's 13 plus my dex. Four for 17. And then my proficiency bonus for plus three. So that brings me to a 20. A 20. Okay. Nicely yeah. done. Uh, so on a 20... Uh, you're gonna score five points on the on the first throw. Um, so the rings are um, there are two there are eight rings total. So there is one that is worth ten points, uh, two that are worth five, two that are worth two, and um, two that are worth one, and then two that are worth negative five. Ah, I don't want those. Yeah. 
All right, so my first one nets me a five. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Tauroth, you want to check your first spear there? All right. Um, yeah, I'll pay him the couple copper. Okay. And just kind of twirl the javelin around, throw the first. That is a total 25. 25, okay. Yeah, you hit you hit the 10 ring on that one. Absolutely. Nice. Uh, the two guys step, uh, two of the better throwers. There are some other people that are throwing. If you knock down, um, if you knock down the thing, it, um, that's the second way you get negative 10 if you knock it down. Right? Um, they get two points each, so, so they're a little behind, but, um, but not bad. And it should be noted that you guys are, um, like lined up. So as the as the wheel rolls down the path, you're all throwing the spear at it at the same in the same like. Instant. Got it. Uh, second spear. Here we go. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, okay. Oh, did you not twenty? Because I got a nineteen. That would just you bastard. Um, yeah, I got twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. Twenty eight. 28. Okay. Um, so, Mars, with your... If if it's a natural 20, you actually knock someone else's spear out of the way as you as you throw it through, through the 10 ring. Um, Eric, yours goes through the 10 ring as well. Um, the guy who lost his spear is, is clearly out. Um, the second guy... Picks up five points, so he's only at seven. So it's pretty much between the two of you at this point. Um, so third spear, here we go. Okay, fifteen for twenty-two. Twenty-two also. Twenty-two ah. also. Okay, so that one is worth five points uh, to each of you. And uh, the one of the other young young men picks up five points as well, and so I think uh, Tauroth is our spear chucker winner for the moment. Yes, uh, you are presented with a, um, a delicious smelling elderberry uh, pie, half of it. Um, they have um, they have a number of pies lined up, and they're just sort of. You know, the games continue. Um, is anybody interested in playing the flower toss game? You want to play flower toss? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the way we're going to play flower toss is uh, you're going to start with a D12. Okay. A nine. A nine. Okay. Um, so the the f- next the other two people that you are playing is anybody else playing flower toss? No. All right. The other two people you are playing with um, roll a six and a seven. Um, six and a seven. And uh, so they actually lose a bit more flower out of their bag than um, than you do. 
Um, so you can, because you rolled a 9, uh, you get to roll a, a d10 next time. You rolled over an 8. Um, they ah. rolled a 6 and a 7, so they're going to have to roll d8s. They just plopped some flour gotcha. out there. Um, Cody making up games of chance on the spot. Yep. <laughs> Why not? I got a six. Oh. Okay. You're, you you win. Because um, both these guys on their D8s um, roll twos. Uh, yeah. So, um, well, they, they're going to get to roll a D4 next time. Uh, you're you're gonna roll a d6, but they are okay. they are not. I imagine they just look like when you're trying to put a water bottle back into a cooler. Yeah, and it just water everywhere except <laughs> where it's supposed to what, go. What it looks like is like they both talk. Like they're like, oh, who's got? You're gonna go. I'm gonna. Oh no, no, you go ahead. No, I don't want to. You nah, you you go. <laughs> and then they both throw it at the same time, and they like hit midair. And there's just <laughs> flour everywhere, and like the crowd is like, oh, oh, oh. right, <laughs> you know, it's it's definitely one of those reactions of um, of things. So can, um, they they I... have to roll a d4 to keep rolling at this point. Uh, they I... have to roll a four. While, while this is happening and I'm playing, yeah, can I press the digitation? small gusts of wind to disperse the flower particles as quickly as possible. Sure. Because yeah. flower is flammable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're the keeping an eye on it. The whole place could go up like a keg. Absolutely. Uh, ooh. That's part of the game of chance, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> does does the small farming community explode <laughs> into a blaze of glory or not? And they blame it on Volton. Yeah, I see you. I see you, farmers. I know that. All right. Well, they're just working that life insurance. Um, I got a five. You got a five. Okay, you get to keep rolling a six. They're still in it because they both rolled fours. Oh. So they get to they get to keep going. You can tell that it's um now that it's a little smaller. They're they're it's a little easier for them to to toss around. So. Another five. Another five. Uh, one of them continues with the four. The last guy is is out on the two. You are winning on points, um, but we get one more toss. If uh, if you net one, then then he has yeah. a chance to win. Um, oh, I actually yes. don't think that's true, but we'll see. Uh-huh. Four. Okay. Uh, the last guy's bag fl- uh, flops open. He rolled a three. Um, so you're, I think your next closest competitor is seven, 14, 20 points. How many points did you score? I don't know if I gave <laughs> You outrolled them literally every time. You're fine. I got a nine. You outrolled them literally every time. Okay. You are absolutely nine, okay. nine, six, five, five, four. Yeah, okay. 15, 20, 25, 29. Mm-hmm. Def- definitely. Definitely. <laughs> well that, done. Um, so you you win a um you win a belt. You win a um you win a 
uh, eagle embossed uh, belt. Absolutely. Yeah. The, A belt um, of storm giant strength. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so so one of the people is is a, is a leather worker, and um, they just have sort of random prizes, things that oh, they yeah. didn't sell at market and stuff like that, and, and you know, so there are some other little games of chance. Uh, there's probably like a fishbowl toss somewhere around here, um, but. Yeah. It, well, it, I found Sorok's pet for the rest of the campaign. Sorok's <laughs> beast companion. Yes. <laughs> Gold, goldfish in a bag. He grows up to be a dire goldfish, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> you set him free and he just takes over the lake. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so the night is very pleasant um it is it is a great moment to see um communities outside of the major cities that are um and the joy that they can and have and and do experience as you guys are wrapping up the evening um the uh the wildlanders um nearly eat this poor barbecue man out of out of house and home um but they are um grateful and and impressed uh they impress them um in the treasure during go ahead treasure during this time, Treasure would have been dancing to Sarai's music. She would have grabbed whatever poor, unfortunate individual was nearby whose ass was not bolted to something. <laughs> you get many of uh, Aladdin Lass up and dancing. There is not quite square dancing, but there's definitely the like wagon wheel circle dance of Cotton Eye Joe that happens. Um, there, there's a few of the, like, weird promenade dances where everybody lines up on the sides and claps at you as you, as you make your way down, down the center aisle. It is a good I time. Just need to, I just need you to know, the only song I'm hearing is from Back to the Future 3, where ZZ Top is in that, uh, is in the pick and like, oh, double back. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's all I'm hearing right now. Oh, and if she sees somebody that's extra frumpy about it, like Wyatt, Mm -hmm. oh, she's extra drawing him into this noise. (laughs) Wyatt remains on the edges, um, but he... He seems to very much be enjoying himself. He, um... Make me an insight check. Um... Treasure? Not one. I don't think I care. (laughs) You do not care. You do not care. Um, You drag Wyatt into the dancing fray. He dances for a little bit, but he, at at an opportunity, will sort of stealthily kind of sneak sneak back and away. He he stays on the fringes. He watches. Um, Do I catch what Treasure's doing, just getting people to try to dance with her? I'm sure you do. Yeah, your your uh, javelin tossing game is is not is not that long, and her dancing I, I think is an all night affair. So 
Yeah, ab absolutely. I'll start trying to get some people just kind of nudge into them and just kind of, hey, go on, get, get your ass in there, go dance with her, have some fun. Okay. And just try to talk them into it, but maybe check what's in their pockets at the same time. Okay. Um, yeah, you can make a sleight of hand check if you'd like. These poor people gamble with coppers, and this man is like, let me check their pockets. Only if it's people from our caravan. If it's the farmers, I'm not. Oh, fucking okay. Them. Never oh, mind. Okay. Only I if understand. If it's from our caravan. Okay. Gotcha. All right. And that is a 22. A 22. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll me a percentile. Ninety-two. Ninety-two. Okay. You guys just got some freshman's journal or something. I'll I'll say that the you find you scope out the area for a while and you find what is probably the guy with the largest purse um, that seems to that hasn't locked it in like a trunk. Um. Some of these guys have, have different amounts of, of walking around money. He seems to be one of the upperclassmen, a, a um, compatriot, so to speak, of Wyatt's. And uh, looks like he has the heaviest purse out and about. Um, let me give him... Okay. Yeah, with everything that's going on, even as as kind of cautious as he is or can be, um, you you do you are able to slip his purse off of his belt. Um, there are 160 gold pieces in it. Um, so yeah, if you want to keep that, that's up to you. I'll just hang on to it for the meantime, just for safekeeping. Okay. Um, so. And did I notice that he did this? Uh, unless your passive perceptions over 22. Were, okay, uh, not yet. Then I, I don't suspect so. Okay. Um... So, the rest of the night passes. Um, there is a, uh, a bit of a commotion after midnight in the wee hours of the morning. You can hear somebody turning their cart and, and searching the, the fairgrounds. Um, and a little bit of, not quite shouting or, or yelling, but um, but very little effort to be considerate of individuals that are trying to sleep at this hour. Do, hey, uh, what's all the commotion? Nah, he's lost his purse, can't seem to find it. There's uh, quite a bit of coin in it, I was told. Huh. That's, that's damn unfortunate. Uh, you know what it looks like? Um... Brown leather has a um, 
black string on it. I mean, if it'll get them to kind of shut up so we can all sleep, I mean, I'll help look around. If it helps speed it up. Sure, I mean, we appreciate it. He, he's not one to um, let it far from his sight, so he's actually pretty upset about it. But, um, yeah, please. Do what you can do. Right, so I'll, I'll give it a few minutes of searching, kind of mm -hmm. looking around, making sure they can't really see where my hands or my, my own bag are. Mm -hmm. And just kind of pull that sack out. It's like, hey, uh, this it. Oh my god, yes. Yes, that's it. Where did you find that? Yeah, it was just kind of lying right here by the dance floor. I mean, it's like, here you go. I'm where was it? Here? Yeah, I just kind of found it around here. He looks a little confused. Uh, make me a deception check. That's a total six. Okay. Well. And he, he looks at you. Um, it's, you get the feeling, um, in some very real way, he he suspects you stole it from him um, because he's been out here looking for stuff. You suspect he he probably might have looked through here, and then you came along and said you found it. And he's very suspicious. He's not going to say anything to you now, but he gives you that like I know, and you know I know, and I know that you know that I know that you know. <laughs> and, and he. But, well, if you, but if I know that you know, and you know that I know, but who the hell knows what the hell we all know? We all know. So he'll kind of grit his teeth and say, Thank you very much. And, um, and he, he makes his way back, back to the wagon. Aw, Taroth's got his own Wyatt now. <laughs> <laughs> Soon the entire class will hate us. <laughs> Slowly but surely, we'll turn them all against us. <laughs> yes, not against each other, but just against us. <laughs> yeah, really brings them together. You know, really solidifies that. Listen, that. we have to unify them against something, and if We're that's the us, then so be it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, did I catch that guy's name, by the way? Uh, yes, you absolutely John have his name. His name is Kyle. Uh, Yavin Voigt. That was what I was going to say next. He just stole it. <laughs> yep. Yavin Voigt. Yavin Voigt, a new friend. There you go. Every night when we sleep, Sir, I'd cast Tiny Hut so we can, like, sleep in peace. Okay. She's just sitting there watching Tauroth when he sneaks back in. Do you guys um, want to... Uh, do you guys take watches 
for the caravan at night. I would like to. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, sounds good. That is the part of why you're here. Um, these first few nights have, have been uneventful. If you would like to keep watch on the night of the festival, you are welcome to. Um, go ahead. What we'll do for this is um, just give me your passive perceptions. Um, you can give me either your passive or you can roll. But it's, it's up to you. Uh, can we... So, first watch. Um, Treasure? Yeah, go ahead. I rolled, and it's going to be a 14. Okay, sounds good. Second one? I'll take the second. What do you got? My passive is a 12. 12 is good. Okay, third watch. Go ahead, guys. Uh, my passive is a 15. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I chose to roll. I got a 12. Okay, sounds good. Um, Saride, last watch. Passive is an 18. Nicely done. As you guys um, watch throughout the night, you can see that... Um, so, so you guys lose the tiny hut in the last two hours. Not, not terribly a big deal. You can still rest well. That's not a problem. I mean... Because you, you have to stay inside it. the hut. I know, but I can see outside of it. For a caravan of this size to, to do watch, even if as you guys like circle the wagons and stuff, that you, is fair. You have to kind of, you have to kind of actually like take a lap and, and look at stuff. So. And she'll tuck everybody in mm-hmm. before she goes mm-hmm. to work. Um. Yeah, the the evening is. <laughs> uneventful for the most part. You do see some of the caravanners um, up in the middle of the night um, a little restless from from the, the festival. Some of them, you know, normal sort of foot traffic. That's all. Nothing, nothing major. Um, early in the morning as you guys are getting ready to, hey, to head off, um, you can see that there is a, a small group um, up near the front uh, not quite front yet still in a, in a circle but um, that the wildlanders um, want to uh, from from this farming community rather than continue along the road for two days and then take the next road to the west they would prefer to cut um, across the the open fields and plains um, and meet up with the road a few days later, closer to the pass between uh, the central scale, the excuse me, um, central scales and the northern central scales. Right, your dragon's um, peak. I have a question for you, Cody. Yeah. Um, that path that goes from the eastern crossroads over the Dragon's Nest Peak to True Bluff, 
it it shows a clearing. Is that still considered mountainous, or is that like a clear pass? So it is like a ravine or a crevasse. It's not you're not um, you're not climbing over a mountain, so it should still it it's, won't be like a three day uh, event the way a mountain hex would be. It would be a a careful two day or a hazardous one day. Um, oh, only only to say that because mountains are one of my favorite terrains. Okay. Uh, because so, of the size of the caravan, if it's just you guys by yourselves, you can absolutely give them the full benefit. Um, I'll give you advantage in those in those areas, but well, that's okay. Yeah, cool. but I don't think we can have a whole caravan. Um, no, but like advantage on like absolutely. survival or yeah. wisdom checks, that sort of thing. Yeah, yep. cool. Um, so. Uh, if you guys have any questions as to where you are, you're at that little farmhouse north of Dorian's dock. Um, do, would any of you like to weigh in on on that debate that's happening between them? Whether they should or should not take a different path than the rest of us? They want to leave the road. Yeah. Yeah. And then meet back up with us. No, I think we're going with them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like they just, oh, they just oh, the, yeah. whole, so the whole caravan of, to up so and leave the road running, and go straight. Yeah, yeah, crossroads and then over. It's just cut the crossroads out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I misunderstood that. Thank you. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with that, really. It's going to be dangerous no matter how we go. It essentially cuts three days out of the journey um but you're you're riding across plains and farmlands a little bit of hills yeah um do you think that the carts will be all right if we run amok some um some troublesome ground as you, That's the only thing I would be concerned about. As you come to pose the question, you can see that the, the people that are discussing or arguing, um, there is Skull Cleaver, um, Wyatt, Correct. and um, Wyatt is actually pro off-roading it. Cutting. Mm. Oh, okay. Not surprised. Um, well, then I don't want to do it. <laughs> They, there are a few of the other students. Um, the and actually a, among them is Yavin Voigt, who is who is arguing that they should stick to the roads, um, that it's not worth risking wagon wheels. Um, Wyatt's major argument is that we are still in civilized land, and now is our opportunity to make up three days of travel and still be able to resupply and repair our wagons at Trubluff and the Western Crossroads and even up into the Towers, if we so decide. We're going to be leaving the roads soon enough. And that's the point, Wyatt. If we leave the roads now, we risk damaging our carts far too early, and we could end up losing more than three days by traveling, traveling through what? The Flatlands here 
among farming communities. We must. Yeah, but me kind of jumping in, kind of overhearing that conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, I mean, if the cons are going to break down so quickly once we go off road, then that's going to be a bit of a bigger problem later on. Better to find these issues out now, but you get them taken care of early. Precisely. But um, also, what is three days now? If you've waited three months, three days isn't going to really save you or gain you anything. Three days is not much, but when we hit the winter months and we're up in the mountains, three days is three more days we could freeze. I mean, that's true, but... I don't, I don't know if it's worth the risk, because it's also not just, not just the carts, but also we have seen farmland that has been raised by ne'er-do-wells in the past, and there's nothing to say that they won't raise farms that we are crossing, um, but they are probably less likely to attack us if we're on, we're on the road. This would not only endanger us, but also the farmers, because I doubt they will attack the farmers if we aren't there. But they've been attacking the farmers, regardless of whether we were there or not. But if we're here as a distraction, then they will probably attack us. Like they, they will leave the farmers alone, hopefully. I don't know. I just don't think it's really worth the risk. The you guys are the deciding vote at the moment because the um, the wildlanders their carts won't break. They have adamantine wheels on them. They've got warbies. Their this idea of sticking to roads is dumb to them. Um, Wyatt's people have essentially outvoted him on on going. Um, so they stand kind of one to one. Um, you guys as as the third party in the situation um, could swing it either way. If you don't particularly care as a group, they'll flip a coin and we'll go with whatever that is. But if you guys as a group have a have a, an opinion, um, now's your opportunity to voice it. So what I'm gonna say, is I kind of agree a little bit with Talroth that if the if the carts we have are so brittle that some off-road time early on in the trip is going to cause them an issue, it's good that we find this out now so we can, when we get the true bluff, even if it takes a couple more days, we know that we have to um, fix those specific things and reinforce those specific issues. Would we not have brought a couple extra We wheels? did. We did. We, we bought... We Oregon trailed this shit. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone has. You guys do have spare wheels and axles and, okay. and things like that, but you could but also like if, get if we have the, like, yeah. like, if we have X spare wheels right. and they're breaking down real quick, sure, we might no. have to get Absolutely. X plus one, or we have to might get, you know, plus one wagon wheels. 
yeah, whatever yeah, that yeah. is. And, uh, and not to mention, I mean, shaving three days off now, if some bullshit happens later on that we need those extra three days, then we're still on time. Not to mention, the whole trek out there, it was the Wildlanders' idea, wasn't it? It's like, this is technically their journey. We're the ones kind of tagging along to help them out. So, way I figure, they're the ones in charge. If they want to go off-roading, shit, let's go off-roading for a few days. Okay. Treasure, what do you think? I'm in the same boat as Talroth. I would rather find out if there's a problem with our carts right now, while we're still closer to civilization while we're still able to even ask some of those farmers for help and while we still have supplies, while it's still not important. Okay. That sounds like three votes for off-roading. So we're good with that. Um, And so a few miles into the day, you guys turn off of the beaten path um, purely towards the northwest and begin to make your way across the farmlands. I would like um, just a moment as of course I don't have that book immediately open as why would I um, give me, I think, somebody roll me a d100, somebody roll me a d20. I got the, I got the 20. I got 19 on the 20, sorry. Oh. Never mind. My apologies, I had rolled it before you said it. Huh? Oh, uh, Treasure, you want to roll the 100 or do you want me to do it? You can do it. I'm sorry. I'll roll the next one. She sounds so hurt. That's a, that's a three. A three. Oof. Did you you were you were casting divine intervention, right? That's what you were doing. Yeah, I mean, turns out I'm not a rogue the whole time. I'm just a cleric in disguise. <laughs> awful, awful cleric. Um. Yeah, I'm not rolling those percentiles anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Little did we all know, Talroth is a cleric to the god of tits and wine. Well, if you got it. Uh, uh, uh. No. I want a weather chart. Give me a goddamn weather chart. That's what I want. This moment of silence is brought to you by Norse Foundry, everybody. That's right. Uh, later on today, we will be having a giveaway of Norse Foundry dice. Um, if you want to be. Coins. coins. That's what I meant. I meant coins. They're like dice, except flat, and they only have two sides. Um, if uh, if you always want to have a chance at 
uh, any of our giveaways, uh, just become a Patreon. Even the $1 Patreon level automatically gets you in for all of the giveaways, whether you're watching the stream or not. So definitely good idea to hop on in for that. Uh, we try to do uh, giveaways. It's uh, about once a month, right? We do a Norse Foundry giveaway every month. Um, Norse Foundry giveaway every month. We've been trying to do a few more uh, along the way. Um, so yeah, the, those things are, are stuff we do. And so the weather is good because I can't find my weather chart. Yay! Yay! And of course, as I say that, I start to find the weather chart. That's okay. So the weather is good, and you guys are making um, solid time as you set out across these um, these wild areas. So, uh, oh, has rolled a nineteen. There it is. Yeah. Sorry, I like charts. Um, the days go by. Um, on the following day, there's some light rain, light summer showers in the afternoon that make traveling along the path, along these, um, these miles without a road, uh, a real pain in the ass. Um, who is driving your three parts. What? You have three, you have two, you have one covered carriage, you have one carriage, and you have two wagon, two carts, basically two open air carts. The covered one is, as far as I understand, just for your supplies. So, uh, who wants to be driving? Or do you want to elect the people that Fable, Thosen, and Olerone to be driving? Is Olerone old enough to drive? Does he have a license yet? I, I don't know if any of you are proficient in land vehicles, so none of you no. might be able to drive. <laughs> or you could have Screavers to drive one. Oh, God, no. We're not dying. Not today. I'll drive. Okay. So you're driving um, You're driving one? I'll drive one. You're going to drive one? As bad as that's going to turn out. Okay. okay. I'll drive one. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I'm so, not doing anything else. So the three of you, I need you to make dexterity-based land vehicle checks. Family. Um, do fighters uh, get land vehicles? No, it's they all do. background stuff. Ah. Oh, yeah. You get you get proficiency in land vehicles and vehicles of any sort based on your background. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the only other thing would sometimes be animal handling, but that is not something that Thursday has. So just a straight dex check, right? Straight dex check. Yay, my favorite. Ooh. Oh, I didn't do too bad. Okay, uh, seventeen. Seventeen. 13. 13. 
A nine. A nine. <laughs> I rolled a five. That hand-eye coordination did not translate for you, did it? This Listen, this cat does not like trying to force horses to go a particular direction. For some reason, we gave him the cart that has a uh, stick. <laughs> yeah, he's just not used to driving stick. Yeah, <laughs> who the fuck does that anymore? Put um, stick in a cart. Come on, so switching cl- gears on a cart. <laughs> so clever Stitch, um, unfortunately, is at the back of the of the entire caravan, and um, and it's not necessarily that. It's that as the ground gets wetter. Uh, for the couple of hours that it rains in the afternoon, and you're following along the same divots, right, that the other wagons and wheels have left um, behind them, it's very muddy. Um, so it's it, you're trying to steer the wagon out of those out of those divots, and then it, it's, it'll sort of slosh back into the deep grooves that the the twenty or so carts in front of you have um have left and, and you keep ending up getting like stuck in the mud um i would like my two non-drivers who make athletics checks as you guys are helping to um lift and push the cart up and out of uh these these little um Mud potholes, essentially. Ooh. Uh, you said uh, athletics, right? Yes, I did. <sighs> That's a choice. Help! Please! <laughs> a nat 20. A nat 20! A nat 20! Oh, That's a total 20. A total of 20. Nicely done. Yeah, I rolled a natural 4 for a total of Okay. Um, bless you, Sirak. You, uh, you're trying. It's my, it's my hollow little bird bones. They weren't made for this. It is your hollow little bird. I actually think you're probably grabbing on with your talons and like flapping your wings, trying to live. Yeah, and it's it, which is doing nothing. But yeah, Um, but (laughs) but the effort is there. Um, the effort is absolutely there. Sorry, is is it just me that lost Meg? Um, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I still have Meg. Okay. Uh, she's not on the stream though. Got I mean, yeah, well, that's, that's because I lost her. That's why I popped down, popped yep. it up. She should be back. She's back. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Um, the rain stops uh, early into the evening, and you all are soaked. Uh, You have no cover from the elements as you as you are riding. Um, Screevers pokes his head out of the of your middle wagon, your supply wagon. You guys look like hell. This is what it looks like after a wet t-shirt contest, Screevers. In response to that, she will like Little Mermaid rising from the ocean, flip her hair back over at him uh-huh. in like a completely drenched princess dress. Like, uh-huh. oh, really? I look like hell? Twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
Yeah! I mean, that's a... That's pretty wet hair. Wow! <laughs> I feel filthy! I do not like this. So, um... You guys, you you make good time. You don't lose any time on this day. None of the wag, um, none of the wagons get damaged on on the three percent. You think one of them maybe like pops a spoke and they they go through and and lash it together, but it's relatively smooth throughout the the day. And um, that treasure's night. gonna offer stitch and Ciroc, especially because they have like fur and feathers, so it's not quite the same. Mm-hmm. Her blankets just to help them like stay a little drier. Mm-hmm. That is very nice, but I should be fine. But he will gladly take it, even if he says otherwise. <laughs> Thank you. It's I know it's gotta be a little different, so it might help, at least so you don't get sick. Yes. Okay. Um, that night, you guys have your your watches. Um, they pass without incident. They people are up later after the heavy rain, after the light rain. This was a light rain, um, and it does look like there are storm clouds on the horizon for tomorrow. Um, so if there are any, um, preparations or actions you guys would like to take today before that, let me know. I can't believe we forgot wet weather clothing. I mean, you guys have traveler's clothes. You have some, but the big thing is that only one of your wagons is covered. Covered. You, You only have one. Uh, one place that's out of the rain, essentially. And apparently it takes all of us to drive the carts because I'm incapable of driving it solo and I need two men carrying the cart next to me. No, I mean, if you guys, if you guys were on the road, you wouldn't have this no, problem. No, absolutely. But, yeah. but it's it's because you're forging a path and those, fir- and those first wagons, those yeah. Wildlander wagons, are heavy as shit. Because they they're they're driving the wagon version of like an APC, and That's you fair. know they're like, here we go. <laughs> you know they're just destroying the road behind <laughs> behind them, and everybody else is like, the fuck, man, come on, <laughs> go in the back. <sighs> yeah. Uh, the only thing I'd probably do is, since I still have that armor of billowing, mm-hmm. can I just like. Uh, Back to the Future Part Two, just kind of kicking on to dry myself off. Yeah, won't won't work quite as fast as Back to the Future Part Two, but the effect is there. Yes, it, you do kick it on. You you look very cool. Uh, maybe that first blow, you get like one one of those uh, hair like patches goes across your face, and you're like, oh, all right, there we go. Once you toss it out of the way, uh, then then you're very you're very much. Um, you know, billowing in the wind right there. The following day comes. It is much worse rain. Um, this is heavy, heavy rainfall. Uh, in the afternoon, again, about two hours, there's a light wind that's pushing it through. 
Um, I'm going to need driving checks again. You guys are welcome to change up drivers. Um, uh, Clever would Stitch, you... would you like me to help you drive? If you could just drive for me instead, I'm much better at lifting carts than I am driving them. Like, I have a plus four athletics, so I... Yeah, I, it's great to my <laughs> plus zero. I'll yeah. give it a shot. All right, thank you. <sighs> Talroth, would you like to drive? Uh, yeah, sure. I gotta learn sometime. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Be careful of the stick, Sorak. I don't know what it does, but <laughs> I think it's important. <laughs> it's just the brake, dude. That's the wagon version of a brake. That's why you're having so much trouble. I don't know what it does. <laughs> Treasure, are you going to continue to drive, or are you going to go to cart lifting duty? I'll probably go to cart lifting duty. I'll swap with Sorak so that the poor thing can... Probably handle these horses better than I can. Or then I'll I'll keep driving. Sarai's gonna keep driving. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so, so I'll swap the treasure three, then. Yeah, yeah, three of them, and then treasure and I are lifters. Let's get some driving checks, please. And you said straight dexterity. Uh, unless if, you have land vehicle proficiency. And if you had um, that, you're only telling us that now you suck. <laughs> <laughs> so keep it a secret if you do, all right? <laughs> so lie to me for 10 weeks and then tell me you discovered it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, I don't have it. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> How do we do, gang? It's a ride. Who wants to go first? I got a five. <laughs> okay. Zorak. I got a four plus my four for eight. Okay. All right. Uh, Tower off. I got a 22, but can I just pretend to do worse to not? I don't know. <laughs> no one has to make it out of this. <laughs> We're about to lose carts. Drive on and tell our story. <laughs> no, it's okay. Treasure's we're just gonna lift in. one of the carts and I'll lift the other and we're just like we're just, gonna, Treasure's just gonna lash herself with the horse to dismiss a ride's cart. Or <laughs> <laughs> you're flintstoning your way through this. Yeah. Um I try you. <laughs> so um Clever Stitch and Treasure, uh please give me athletics checks as you as you help these carts along. It's never the big bads that are the, the, the big problem for a group. It's doors and driving. It's Dirty anything. 20. Okay, nicely. Done. And scary 23. chairs. 23. Okay. Um, you guys do make it. You don't damage the carts at all. Um, it is... It's another... Yeah, it's another hard day of travel. And you can tell that, um, that the group themselves... The, and not just you guys... The entirety of the caravan, um, especially the ones that are, so the wildlanders are fine. The people that are that can like stay inside a cart are fine. But all the dudes that all the dudes and dudettes that are driving carts um, and are like walking alongside them, the people that are out in the rain are having a rough time. Um, actually, to that end, it looks like tomorrow weather's going to be clear for you guys. Um, but after a couple of days of being caught in the rain, I would like you guys to make me constitution saving throws. 17. Okay. DC a 10. 21. Okay. 
Luckily, because of Tiny Hut in the evenings, you're able to rest without gaining points of exhaustion. Um, the it just travel itself is is difficult, but especially when you're getting soaked to the bone in the rain for a couple of hours a day, when you're having to fight with the horses to get them to to go places, to drive the way you want them to drive, when you're having to manually heft and lift these carts and things like that. This is long-term, like, strenuous activity. More so than a normal traveling day. But you guys are all able to rest well in the evenings as as they go. Um, the following day, much easier. No rain on the horizon, and you guys start to make uh, much better time um, from there. You are at a point now where you're seeing the mountains on the horizon, the central scales to the west, and you're sort of traveling along the um, the northwest with them as, as they stretch. And you guys are seeing um, little bits of snow caps that are that are there, even in in the height of summer. It's very small, like they're mostly uh, gray and brown mountain ranges, and the sunsets across them are um, are beautiful. Uh, you're not quite in the shadow of the mountains, but it is um, it is really a a lovely. Um, vista. Um, and so you guys continue to travel. I would like one of you to roll me a d20. I think that's treasure. Treasure! Yeah! She you promised a time. d20, girl. <laughs> yes, she was. 19. 19. Nice! Okay. Nicely done. Whoop whoop! Um, also, at this point, Sirach's just in the cart, looking at Clever Stitch, going, I'm going to Who was my lookout? I think that was... Saride. Saride, can you make me yes. a perception check, please? And um, we'll use your passive as a minimum. So if you roll beneath that, that you'll take that. So if I roll beneath an 18... A total, like total Yeah, so if you yeah. roll under a 10. 24. 24. Okay. Um, so right, in the... On the last lights, as you are keeping your eyes towards the mountain ranges, partly for the beautiful view, as the purples and pinks stretch across the sky, you can see um, some large, large-ish um, creatures. Difficult to identify, probably not full-grown dragons, but something draconic, wing-like, manticore or wyvern, perhaps. Um, they're not at a distance that they're an immediate threat, but you can tell that something in the mountains has stirred them up, and there's a potential danger for them, especially as you, um, the next two days are going to bring you very close to the mountains, and then um, you're going to be traveling through 
the ravine. And um, are the things in the air or in the in the air? You're seeing them in the. You're seeing yeah, circle fly around. Right, you're you're seeing them at like airplane distance, for lack of a better term. She would message Wyatt to get the head of the Wildlings and meet her. Brad. Yep, and meet her where we're camped out. Okay. Yeah, as you guys are making camp after they've set the the wagons and the carts. They are going to come over and and they will talk with you. But um, what we will do that conversation after our break. It is nine twenty. We're going to take a break. So if you guys would like to be entered to win the um, Elven pouch of coins, ah, Power Ranger, fancy hey, from oh, Norse fancy. Foundry, um, we'll go ahead and put in the chat uh, hashtag Gygax. Um, and we will be doing that giveaway, going to you right there. Um, so do that now. We'll announce that when we come back from the break. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll be back about 9.30, 9.35. But until then, stay tuned. Everybody, we are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Matthew, and I'm playing um, Clever Stitch, the Tabaxi Arcane Archer. Uh, Megan, and I'm playing Sarai Landir, the Eldrin Glamour Bard. Uh, there is Eric, and he is playing Sarak, the Ericochrin Ranger Horizon Walker. And name's Mars. I'll be playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Voice of Reason. I mean, <clears throat> Wood Elf Scout. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> We've all started saying things. And I'm Kes, and I'm playing Treasure Glitter Hoof, the Tiefling Fighter. Nice. Um, okay, so we should have a winner. Uh, I believe it has been rolled for, and I'm going to ask the boss lady if she has. Maybe she announced it in the chat. I don't know. She did. Yeah. She did. Who won? It's Celium twenty seven. Yes, Celia MTZ twenty seven. Is it their birthday today too? Oh, that's right. It is their birthday. Happy birthday! Happy Gygax birthday! Yeah! Congratulations to you. Uh, You won a set of Norse Norse Foundry Norse Norse Foundry. Uh, Elven Coins! Yes, from North Foundry. Ah. So, uh, you'll get those details over to Caitlin. I'm sure we will send those to you uh, as as soon as we are able to do so. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, congratulations. Congratulations. Nice. Thank you for joining us on your birthday. Hope you have a good one. Uh, okay, guys. So, uh, you're a few days from the pass uh, of the Central Elf Scale Mountains. And um, Saride, you have gathered over the leaders, uh, Gret Skullsplitter and uh, Wyatt of the New Hampshire Wyatts. I don't know. Um, just Wyatt. Can you bunk for Because that is the most waspy sounding name ever of the Kenny Bunkport Wyatts. Right. So, um, you had just seen some flying 
reptilian creatures in the, in the um, twilight hours along the mountaintop ridges. Um, they are not in a dangerous place yet, but within a few days, uh, you guys will be passing through their territory. Um, what would you like to, to say or discuss with, with these things? I mean, I pulled them over and I've got the rest of us too. And doing the over yonder. I'm not entirely... <laughs> Hark! Vagrants? I don't really know what, what it is. I can't make it out from here. But I know it, it's, it's a killer and we're heading its way. Grat sort of looks looks to the eye. He kind of squints a little bit. Um, make me an insight check if you like. Or what's your passive insight? Hold, please. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah, it, it's enough. You get the feeling Grat probably can't see them. Or if he can, they're like bat shadows at a distance. He might be a little nearsighted. You're not sure, um, but he but he's acting. What's his weapon? Say what? What's his weapon? Oh, an axe, big old war axe. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't care. That's all I need. I just need him to see what's right here. That's it. Yeah, that's that's as far as he needs to see, really. Um, so yeah, he um, as he's got his his he sort of does his squint look. No, <clears throat> definitely <clears throat> potential dangers. So, when we make it through the pass, we should put away all as much foodstuffs as we can. Any hides or leathers, coverings we can put on the horses to make them look less appealing as meals. I just had a bit of a realization. Um. Other than yourself, Gras, and us, why there's no other martial presence in this caravan, is there? There are some um, hired guards that are driving each of the wagons, um, two of them, to drive in shifts, and some of them are skilled archers, but um, they're... But when- Push comes to shove in that sort of lands, it'll be us and Grat's people that are dealing with it. That is your primary function here, yes. Sure. Also, the students of the Exploratorium are not without their own magical capabilities. There are some. We're not completely helpless, but... um... (laughs) What are you going to do? Debate it to death? Wyatt sort of bristles for a moment. Um, I assure you, Mr. Ride, uh, some of us have been forced to rely on more than our looks to get by in life. Well played. But yes, that is why you are here. And there are some guard individuals for each of the wagons, and these are not underclassmen. These are graduate students 
each with at least a modicum of knowledge of magic. So, boarding the pass is what we must do. We chose to travel through the north, and here we are. All right. Anything else? Okay. As you guys continue to travel, you make your preparations as best you can. Is there anything in particular you guys would like to do to protect your own horses when you are coming up to the pass? blankets over them, just like you had mentioned earlier, just to hide as much as we can about okay. them. And maybe if, I, I know we had a good day, but if there's still some mud or something to cover up their smell? Okay, yeah. Um, that's a good idea. Uh, if anybody on the team would like to make a survival check uh, to try to um, yeah, you guys can do it. You can give him advantage because it's your idea. Sure. They actually, because uh, we're in the ravine area, I already have advantage because of mountains. Okay. Nice. If Screw up. As well. <laughs> no, I'm just saying so you can roll also, so we can have three rolls rather than just two. Um, 17 survival plus five for 23. 22. 20. Nice. Dirty 20. What? Nice. Okay. When did I become a mountain woman? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> I don't know. You you survived our last um, trek of our adventure and decided that the cities were no longer for you because that's where <laughs> fucked up shit happens. <laughs> and it's because you're only down the <laughs> That's where the sewers are, which is now my favorite enemy. Yes. I thought your favorite enemy was Wyatt. Both. I and mean, they, that's it. the same thing, right? Sewers, Wyatt, same thing. Oh, and that's why I love Matthew. Hey. <laughs> I don't hate Wyatt, though. I think he's funny. <laughs> and that's yeah, why I probably hates Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's a very complicated relationship with Matthew. It's very give or take. Uh, you guys are level <laughs> six now? Yeah. No, yes. we're level two. Or 20, depending. No. <laughs> so this time, only eight Dracolings. <laughs> Scroll of Summon Tarask. <laughs> That's apparently going to be a thing. Wyatt pulls I it know. out. I know. Because Chris yeah, in uh, Rhyme of, of the Frost Maiden, Chris Perkins tweeted that Scroll of Summon Tarask is one of the things that they're dropping for it. Because Chris Perkins has stopped giving fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here I was thinking just, oh, what's this nice little shark egg that you guys found? Dalroth! <laughs> <laughs> The night before, um, 
as you guys have been making your preparations, there is a still sort of uneasiness in the air. Um, as you check around the camp, um, many of the students are mirroring your preparations, mud on the horses and um, blankets, canvas, extra canvas and coverings on them. There's not a lot of sound to the evening. The fires crackle, um, spoons scrape against plates and bowls, the food that is being eaten. There is the dull sounds of metal on metal scraping and sharpening as the two wagons of the wildlanders are being um, prepped and polished almost in, in anticipation of, of tomorrow. There, there is a deep unease that has settled over the Wyatt is there near the central fire. Um, and you can see him deep in thought, sort of musing at something. Um, is there anything you guys would like to do? Um, I'm going to go bother Wyatt. That's what I was going to do, actually. Can I join you? We're going to go talk to Wyatt. Yeah, what's up? Tag team this motherfucker. Let's do it. Okay. I would like to circle the perimeter and everything. Just kind of stay a little bit out of sight and just check different tents, check their security and all that stuff. Okay. Um, make me... Now let's make me an investigation check. We'll jump back to it after these guys talk to Wyatt. Um, Clever Stitch, Treasure... What are you guys up to? Um, target practice. Okay. Target Just practice. Keeping myself, keeping myself, like, making sure that I still got it for whenever we inevitably have to fight the thirty dragons that are in the distance. Okay. That are just moments away. Yes. <laughs> Treasure's also probably going to be making sure stuff is, like, tied down, keeping an eye on the perimeter. Probably just eating an apple along the way as opposed to a heavier dinner. Because if we suddenly have to fight, she doesn't want to be throwing it up. Yeah. You Treasure, know? make me a perception check, then. And we will see how, if, if anything, uh, pops up for you. Twelve? Twelve. Okay. Seems to be a pretty 
pretty quiet night. There's not much in the camp that disrupts you, and you, you take your walk around. Um, as you guys make your way to Wyatt, um, you see him sitting, um, and he has the the chest set out. Um, and the chest set um, is as we're. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Chess set is a large um, case, do you remember? They've got sort of these marble pieces. Um, but as you guys are making your way up to it uh, in the fire, you can sort of see that um, Sorak and Saride, rather than the traditional squares that Dragon Chess usually keeps, the board is different. The board is a hex. Uh, grid that has been laid out uh, across it. As we're walking up, Sorak is going to look over to Saride. Uh, <clears throat> Saride, I've, I've noticed how good you are at talking to people, so I was wondering if you could give me a couple of pointers. Like, I'll go in, I'll start up, and then you tell me, like, good job, or... You need to work on this. Absolutely. I just, I wish I was, I had an eloquence that you have, and I, I, I'm just not there. That's very kind of you. You're far more eloquent than you think you are. Believe me. Just and don't go in that... there and do what Talroth does, and you should be fine. Don't pick his pockets. Got it. Wait, is well, he different still? Strong? Um, what? Was that the wind? We're gonna, Did, what? We're going to what? circle back to that. We're going to circle back to that. Um, and I'll take a couple of like little bird strides ahead. And I will go and go up to go up to Wyatt. And as I kind of saunter up next to him, I'll say, "Ah, uh, pen- uh, no, it's uh, pen- uh it's silver." For- <clears throat> hey, hello. What can I do for you? You, uh, you seem. Yeah, I don't know. You kind of seemed like you were kind of bummed. Maybe something was eating at you. I was just seeing how you were doing, really. You know, what you know, what can I do for you? Is really the question we have here. I appreciate the offer. I'm. Don't mind admitting. A little nervous for tomorrow. The first attempt. With the... Yeah. Well, I've been on many expeditions. None this large. Largest in the school's history. Point of pride, as a matter of fact, but... There is an inherent danger... to this work. And... Tomorrow's the first test of us as a group. 
Howdy, is it? Um. You're... Oh, I see you got the. Uh... Hmm? What were you saying? The chess uh, set. No, I was the chess set. I was. I was noticing you uh, had that out. I thought. Uh, have you been playing some more games with? We don't quite know. I seem to not be the chosen opponent, at least not the opponent of interest, but. Ah, Might I ask you, you a question, for some... Master Sorok? Uh, yeah, definitely, sure, go ahead. What wakes you up in the morning? I mean, if we're going literal, it's the sun. I, I wake up fairly early. It's a matter, of, I, I only say that literally because of what I do. I... I'm forest dwelling usually. I I have my own goals though. I I'm searching for a I'm searching for a place that is special to me. Uh, maybe not maybe not a whole lot of people want to go there, but I need to find it again. Hmm. That's noble. And you know where this you know at the very least what this place is heard of it stories i know it exists very good reassuring what about you my father had a um, very interesting outlook on life he believed almost as literally as your statement about the sun waking you up that a man with nothing to live for, a man with no goals or purpose, wouldn't rise in the morning. It seemed strange growing up. Look at me, camera. There you go. Nicely done. <laughs> um, it seemed strange to a boy trying to grow up that... That one could just not rise with the sun. Um, my father always said it was myself and my sisters that gave him purpose. A few years ago, he just didn't wake up, didn't get up. Passed in his sleep, very quietly, peacefully. More or less. I often think about that. Wonder if he lost his purpose. Wonder if I had reached a point to care for my sisters well enough that he didn't think he was needed anymore. I rise with the sun, as it were, for those mysteries, like this chess set. Clearly it's changed. The board no longer square, hexed. The central spot of prominence 
points to it, puts his finger on it. Six fields, six sides. There's something important in those mathematics. Don't quite understand what. Something ancient. Something mysterious. This is the type of mysteries that I love. That um, keep me up at night. Have you ever wanted something? Something so badly that just didn't matter how much you wanted it. Like a father. I was gone. Or... Or a place. Offset. Usurped. And he puts a piece on the board. To rock. And as you look at it, it is slightly square, slightly artistic representation of a feminine figure, but something strikes you about it. The hair. It's the layered hues of pink, blonde, purple, blue. It reminds you very much of Saride. And as he puts it down, he sort of pushes the, the lid of the chest set to the side. And down beneath it, there is different little... Um, how to describe them? Divots or molds or, or little chambers where one would normally place and keep all the pieces of the chess set. But rather than have their outlines or designs, they all seem very flat, very square. So they had been filled with putty. Except for one, which has a shape. I suspect in the days to come, this will be a very different game. Hopefully, a game that um, not only has answers, but provides us with more agency and the pawns on the board. See, I'm not a, I'm, uh, uh, clearly I'm, I'm not as intelligent as, um, as you are, my friend, but I don't think so much in a game of chess. It's never suited me that well, even dragon chess. But what suits me is a much different game. Some would say simpler, 
I'd say more daring. And that is the gentleman's game of checkers. A, a fun game, to be sure. Ah, fun, maybe. But if you look at it the way that I do, in both of our cases, we are moving forward. We are trying to reach a goal, and we're... We're almost afraid of what we might find at the end. We just know we want to find it. But what I've come to understand through the vastly intellectual and strategic game of checkers is that if you are able to keep moving to the other side, when you get that goal, when you reach that conclusion, you emerge with a power far greater than you ever had. But what do I know? It's just checkers. Perhaps. You know what I think the best part of checkers is. Which part? Well, you're safest when you have friends at your back. In that case, I think we both might be pretty lucky then. Here's hoping. And he I'm puts, just gonna... Yeah, he puts the Sarai piece away and um, he begins to make his way Did back. Did I see that? Mm, you can make a perception check if you want. Yeah, 26. Yeah? Yeah, you saw it. Do I know what's going on with this chess set now? Because it's changing. It is changing. And why does he have a piece that looks like me? Make a um, Make an intelligence check. I'll let you add your proficiency because you're proficient in dragon chess. What is our three? I believe. Sorry, uh, it's uh, two or seventeen. Seventeen. There are older versions of dragon chess, which were um, so the original forms of dragon chess didn't have uniform pieces didn't have uniform um, dragons on them. They were dragon sets um, with carved representations of individual dragons. And it was uh, rumored to have been created as a game for dragons to settle disputes without risking their kin more or less and over am i a dragon you are not a dragon um <laughs> but uh it seems whoever played you previously uh has lived long enough to have played an older version of dragon chess and has decided that for the um for the rubber match for the third game that he would like to return to that. Um, more that was the crime. feint that he used the last the last game. It, he was starting to use that outdated. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're playing now. Uh, looks like this the dragon the set is adjusting to be so. Yes. 
But where did this, the piece that's me come from? Um, the pieces that used to be on the set sort of melted down and are now reshaping themselves. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> okay. As we're walking away, Sirak's gonna look over and be like, So, uh, how, how, did, uh, how do you think I did? Hmm? Oh. Oh, you did. You did very well, Sirak. How do you think you did? Um, I think, I think it went okay. Uh, I think I think I had a pretty rocky start. Uh, I, th- I think I should have just led with hay. I was going with like a silver for your thoughts, but then I forgot that halfway through. And then I was thinking of copper. And then I was thinking what makes copper. But then I just went with hay. And I think it, it was rolled a little there. Rocky. It was a little rocky to start, but I think you, you fixed it. And... Sometimes it's not what you say, it's just being available for them to say something to you. Hmm. That's a good way of putting it. Oh, also, I don't know if you saw this, uh, there is a chess piece that, uh, looked yes, like no, I, I you. Yeah, oh, okay. I saw. Um, and he was saying something along the lines of, he's not the one playing now. Or that whoever he's playing against, he doesn't think it wants to play against him. Uh, I'm not oh, sure what that it, all means, but... It's a, it's my game. I still haven't finished it quite, so... Just looks like I, the game has changed is all. Yeah, because you finished and I think the second whoever, match. Yeah, she lost the second match mm-hmm. on purpose. Yeah, so we're, so we're breaking the tie now. Yeah, and I think... Whoever it is you're playing against, somehow, like, they know you. They have an idea of me. I don't think they know me. I mean, yeah. It was just that, like, it had your hair, and it was, a you know, a feminine shape, and I was just like, uh... And at first I thought, like, why it carved it? And I was like, oh, that's some, that's some real creepy level shit right there. Uh, rock. Don't don't tell me you're just like Wyatt and you think that all I am is what I look like. No, I was just saying I thought it was weird because I thought at first that he had crafted it. And I was just like, that's weird. No, I think going forward, the chess game is going to be a lot different. But I think all the games going forward are going to be a lot different now. Yeah. I think you might be right on that one. Yeah. Talroth, remind me what you were investigating for. I saw your roll. Well, just kind of going around the perimeter and stuff. Of course, with the hood up, just to kind of make myself not really noticed. Mm-hmm. And just casually going around and maybe just happen by Wyatt's tent, just to check things out. Yeah, what are you looking for? Well, the idea would be, especially with uh, his sass towards a teammate earlier, maybe to take something of his and leave it in someone else's bed, just to start a couple things there. Okay, sure. Sorry about that. Okay, sure. Um, You make me a stealth check just for fun. Don't suspect 
you can fail it, but if you double that one, twenty-five. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Um, so yeah, you you make it to Wyatt's wagon. Um, he does share it with two other people. Um, you can see where they have like a cot, and underneath they have trunks, little foot lockers to keep uh, their own stuff in. They're, they are labeled, um, so you can find Wyatt's. Um, you can check it for traps with your 20. Um, you would know that it is locked. There is a trap on it. Um, it's a pretty simple um, trap. Looks like it's some sort of spray. You don't suspect it's poison. Probably more like a paint or a dye um, to identify people that attempted to, to open it. Um, you can attempt to disable it if you would like to do so. Would any of his clothes be in that trunk? Uh, maybe some smaller pieces, but it, it's more like a footlocker. There's, I think you can find some some of his clothes if you would like. Yeah. Maybe a couple couple bits of his underwear. Just sure. Something small. Okay. Yeah. You you do you find that? And all right. I'll just. Kind of wonder where uh, Yavin Voigt sleeps. Yavin has his own wagon, a few a few wagons over. Not his own wagon, but yeah, a few wagons down. Uh, if it's possible, thinking maybe leaving Wyatt's underwear underneath Yavin's pillow. Just see what happens. Okay. You you do so. Um. There's okay. Anything else in the evening before we move on? Yep. Which got that? That's it for my madness, at least. Okay. Well, that's what you think. Uh, so when we get back to our little area, and I see Talroth, mm-hmm. if I do, if I see the, the mass delusion that is uh, Talroth, I think at this point, if he wants to be seen, is the question. <laughs> I mean, if you're if someone's looking for me, it'll depend who. But well, I mean, if you're sleeping in tiny hut, then you yeah, can't. Yeah. You don't have to hide off in tiny hut. into tiny hut. I don't. I don't care what your stealth score is. There's, there's no. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do this like a, around everybody. It's more okay. like a, if if I, <laughs> I get the sense that Talroth is near, and I pray that he might show himself to me. Roll divine intervention and he shows up. Nah, that's just a whiskey. What's up? Um, sorry, Sirox said something when we were walking earlier. Said that you were pickpocketing from people in the group? No, no, no. I'm just checking security, that's all. Checking it how? Well, just making sure that if things aren't tied down, just kind of make it known that they're not tied down. That's all. Making it known by taking them? Well, I do not have anything that does not mine on my person. Everything that is on me is mine and my own. I just happened to kind of maybe leave something somewhere where it wasn't originally, just to kind of point out that uh, people aren't watching this stuff. Telroth, what good does that do? Keep them on the toes. Fun. I mean, look, it's like, 
yeah, this is gonna this is gonna be some some serious shit that's coming up, and just trying to lighten the mood a little bit, at least myself. I mean, if I try to go in all serious, I'm gonna fuck up left and right. At least clear my head a little bit by doing a little bit of fun. No, I should be a little more calm. Lady, like the rest of us. To be fair, and this ain't made no offense, I ain't got too many options out here. I'm not offended. Okay, just making sure, because, I mean, that's talking to Sue and all, so, just saying. Oh, right, sure, fine, mm-hmm, okay, well, I'm trying, I'm managing to keep my unbridled passion for you bridled, since we're out in the open, and that just seems like the right thing to do. But Telroth, you can't keep stealing from people and messing with them. We've got stuff coming up, and if they can't trust us, then they have two sides to be watching, front and their back. I will ease up on my shenanigans. I don't believe you, but at least I've said it. And I walk away. Alright. The next day, you guys enter the ravine between the southern and the northern central scales. It is quiet almost as quiet as the night previous. Only the small crushing of rocks beneath the wagon wheels and the clicking of the hooves seems to catch your attention. Who's driving the carts? One, two, three. Okay. Um, Clever Station Treasure. better this time. Who, where are you guys in relation to your three. I would be towards the back just because Bo and also fast cat stuff. Okay. So treasure, if you want to, if you're more comfortable being closer to the front of the three carts, maybe we can kind of sandwich the carts. That sounds good. That way, if something happens, it's going to be a little bit easier for me to literally just grab it and pull it out. Exactly, yeah. Okay. I would like all of you to make me perception checks, please. Can I take my passive? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We'll use the passives as a floor. You guys are on high okay, alert. Then Fifteen. Okay. Twelve. Okay. Eighteen. Okay. Eighteen. Okay. Not twenty. Treasure's talking from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's ready. Treasure, eight. Um, what's your total? Twenty-one. <laughs> okay, so it it's not quite enough for you to actually see um, what what is happening. However, it is enough for for you to notice something is happening. 
and because um, you're at the very back, and you see near the front, and um, and actually a little bit behind you, as you guys have entered the ravine, there are sheer cliff faces on your north and south. Um, you are traveling east to west. Um, they are jagged and rocky, and um, Treasure, you are the one that begins to notice there's some movement up ahead, high on the sides of the cliff faces, and these are maybe a couple hundred feet into the air. And you sort of turn and look the back, and you see similar sort of sort of movement. Is there anything you would like to do in this in this instant? Yes, I'm gonna immediately tell my team about the movement and start keeping a more active eye on it, as well as tell, if I can, the back cart of Wyatt's team, which would I imagine would be right in front of us. Okay. So um, so you call out to them? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're, like, you're not screaming at the top of your lungs, but you, you have to speak at a, at a decent volume to catch their attention over, over the wheels and the hooves and, and the echo of the ravine. And... One of them, the the guard that's nearby, because everybody that is a guard, one is driving each wagon, and the other one is is walking alongside with either a heavy crossbow or a longbow at the ready. The guard that is immediately in front of you guys, Treasure, looks, hears you, kind of looks up, and, and you hear him sort of repeat a call up the line. And before the call has reached the entire front of the area. You can hear this loud sort of thunderous crack that begins to to happen. And at first it seems to be washing over you guys like a wave from the front to the back. And then um, it, it begins to sound from the back. Um, you guys see about 10 carts up ahead. Um, Wyatt sort of hangs off of the side and, and looks up and and out. And um, the these massive rocks begin to crash their way down into in the front of you guys. And Wyatt, you can hear him sort of uh, yelling, and a magical force begins to to dance uh, through the somatic components, and he draws in a deep breath. And as he he lets out the the spell, the verbal component of the spell, sort of choruses with a few of his other um, uh, allies, and um, they release a a combined sort of shatter spell on on the falling rock. Um, large enough that, that would have blocked the ravine at the very least in, in part. Um, it shatters much to the spell's name um, and the, the beads are, go are going to begin to <clears throat> rain down on everybody. At this point the horses have sort of gone into chaos, the loud noises. Um, I need those of you driving you make me handle animal checks. 
19. Okay. Nice. Yep. That's an 11. Okay. Six. Okay. So, uh, Tauroth and Saride, your, um, Tauroth was, did you get a 14? Uh, no, that was an 11 for Handle Animal. An 11, okay, 14 was the DC. Sorry, I was, I got lost in my own numbers. Um, you along with mm, maybe like a third of, of the horses, uh, sort of start, start to rush and jump forward. Um, they're, you're not dead. They're just, they're panicked. They're panicked and they're starting to run. Um, from behind you guys, without the, those magical components, a large, like a landslide of boulders begins to fall to block your, your escape. And there comes these cries to, to, to rush forward. Um, we're going to flip for initiative, but at, just as we do, you guys are seeing these um, from behind the rock faces these wyverns um, with nicely done with um, lizard folk riders atop their backs Um, bad guys are on a 10 and the looks like there's about 6 of them um Starting up at the top, to rock. All right. Having calmed down my horses, um, there are about six of them. Does there look to be one that's more in charge than the rest of them? Yes. Yeah. There does. There's, um, so all the wyverns as well as, the wyverns have similar, uh, draconic scale, adamantine scale masks that the lizard folk that you guys have run into in the past have had. Um, they also serve as, like, horse blinders, kind of, on them, um, and they have these, like, little sharp bitey teeth pieces for the wyverns, um, so that's, that's what's going on. And the, oh, am, the one I, that is sort of in charge has more, like, decoration, basically, on his. There's a fancy-looking one. I apologize. I have to sign out and sign back in. For some reason, it's not showing any of my spells. Okay. Do you want me to come oh, back to you? Fine. Um, one sec- I, I'm loading back in in just a moment. Uh, so what I'd want to do is whoever's looking like they are now uh, just um, a random one of the, like, lackey-type lizard folk, mm-hmm. I'd want to um, cast um, my... Uh, 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 see? This is why I need my spells Hunter's up. Mark? Hunter's Mark? Hunter's Mark. Hunter's Mark. That's the spell. Okay. Yeah, so- I'm going to have to figure this out. I only have my... Uh, it only has my spells for my um, class, not my other spells. Oh. What other spells yes, do you have? I have uh, I have four spells. Absorb elements. That was one. Cure wounds was the other. Then it was hunter's mark. And then it was oh, and I remember it was pass without a trace. Okay. 
At least I remember all of the spells. That's good. It did that to me once, too. So as a bonus action, you cast Hunter's Mark. What is your Yeah, bonus action. action. Uh, bonus action, I will cast Hunter's Mark. And on the thing that I have marked, I will take out my bow and arrow, and I will try to hit the Rider of the Wyvern. Okay. Go for it. Uh, that is a 23 to hit. Absolutely. Man, all right, there we go. Okay, so that is going to be a D8 for the damage, and then a D6 for Hunter's Mark. And that'll be 11. 11? 11 damage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the rider reels in his um, makeshift saddle and um, sort of barely holds on. He's, he's bloodied. Um, what would, You have a second attack, I believe? I do, and I would like to hit him again. Oh, let's do it. Uh, ooh, not as good. That'll be a 15. That'll still hit him. Oh, thank God. Uh, okay. Um, it's only going to be a D8 this time. Uh, for th- oh, I apologize. Um... That first one was 11 plus 4. The first one was 15 damage. Okay. And this is going to be 7 damage. Okay. So that is a total of 22. Um, that's what you need to drop a rider. Um, nice. So, yeah. He he falls out of the saddle, comes plummeting down towards the ground. Um, the wyvern sort of lets out this guttural... Kind of yell and um, begins to to dive bomb down down at you guys. Um, after Sorak is oh, as your reaction, I need you to make the um, <clears throat> the driving check um, again. Well, yes, because at, at okay. this point, you're to, to do an action and control the cart, it's going to be your reaction. So basically, you're standing up in the front, shooting your arrows, and then you have to like grab the reins and make sure the horses, which should now be moving. Everybody's running for okay. this exit, um, but you're trying not to drive them into each other. Oh, that's a seven. Okay. So as as the the horses lurch forward, I'm going to give you advantage on this first one because you made the handle animals check. Because your horses are not completely free. All back. right, that is a twenty-one. A twenty-one. Okay, so the horses. Plus four yeah, the horses are are running forward. One of the other carts whose horses has kind of have kind of gone wild starts to veer towards you, sort of um, uh, Ben Hur style and you you're able to to um pull the cart to the side it doesn't it doesn't take any damage uh who is up next go for it ride bonus action um mantle of inspiration so everybody gets eight temp hit points okay and if you want you can use your reaction to move 30 feet but or your movement i don't know but it's there um, can I do that, like, with the cart, or... You already used your reaction to handle. Yeah. Thank That's you. True. But those of you that are on the ground, if you want to use that to run and jump on the carts, 
that are now starting to speed away, and you don't get left behind, that might be a good plan. I will just run 30 feet forward, okay. staying on the ground for a little bit, okay, just to be more versatile than where I am. Yeah. Yeah, I'm already driving the cart, so... You're, yeah, if you're driving it, you're on it. it. It was the two people that weren't driving carts that yeah. have the potential to be left behind. Um, yes, and I'm going to hop on to one of the carts as it passes by, because I was in front of the carts, yes. so whichever one's in front, I'm just going to hop right on. Cool. We'll call that the reaction and the movement, um, so you, no check needed. You, As one of the carts comes riding by, you'll, you want to jump on some rides? That's the first one, then, yep. Cool. There you go. And then I'll, um... I will... While I'm driving, just mm-hmm. start singing my Hey, Don't Be Afraid song. Okay. Um, and cast Counter Charm. So we have advantage against wisdom saves against being charmed or frightened. Okay. Right. Until my next turn. I don't... I don't know. It's something new. I'm just... Oh, yeah. Cool. Guys, let's see this yeah. song I just learned. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, that sounds good. I'm going to give your horses a um, wisdom save to see if if they continue to panic or not. Um, so with advantage, that's a nine. Uh, but I don't think horses have terribly great wisdom. Um, but I'll check on that in a moment. In the meantime, I'm doing it now. Roll me. I need you to make a uh, drive check. Where are horses? Three! Oh, Jesus. Kill me. Save the cart. Oh, oh dear cat lord. Oh, sweet bot. Oh, I have to go to riding horse? Is that... Really... Boo. Fucking boo. <laughs> Shame on you. Okay. Um, nine. Nine is not enough. So the horses are still panicked. As as a reaction, you you go to grab the reins. They crash into one of one of the carts ahead. Um, I would like you to write down for me on your cart. It has taken. Cart damage. Six points of cart damage. Don't forget the stick. I don't know what it does still, but use the stick. What's the total for the cart? Uh, we don't know. So, <laughs> I guess this one was cart blanche. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's how we lost Megan. Megan's never coming back. Uh, <laughs> up next uh, Talroth Talroth oh boy so Talroth you can do your normal actions and use your reaction to drive but while your horses are panicked you'll be at disadvantage 
uh, on driving, and so it's like an action to try to calm down the horses and then control the cart. If that's what you want to focus on, or if you want to do something else, that's up to you. Just giving everybody, everybody that's driving, trying to give you guys clear information. Now, I'm actually going to take my turn just getting the cart and horses under control. Okay, so make me an handle animal handling check, please. And I'm gonna, I'll give you advantage because there's the uh, "Don't Be Afraid" song happening. Tell don't that. Don't be suspicious. Don't be afraid. Tell that. Don't be afraid. Don't be frightened. Oh, thank God for the advantage. That's a 17. 17. Nice. Okay. So you you are able to calm down your horses. You can make your drive check as a reaction um, at at flat. They you know are, what the song is putting? What? Running, 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 running. Because we're running. Got to keep us running all day. <laughs> Panic Borderlands song. Uh, so the vehicles check, It's it was Dex, right? Yes. So that is a 15 total. 15 total. Okay. Yeah, you, you are able to, to, once the horses sort of, you, you snap the reins and, and you kind of get them, back together they stop panicking they stop pulling in opposite directions and one of the other carts that you guys are starting to catch up to now um their horses are panicked and they sort of veer towards you you ben her drive the cart away from them doing good no damage on on your end any bonus action you want to do because rogues have extra bonus action stuff they can do uh, is treasure on my cart no she is on sir rides so it's just me on my cart. Okay. I believe so, yes. Tell our story. <laughs> Unless I can, like, bonus action dash the cart. Um, just kind of kick the reins to get him going faster. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you do it. The, they, they pick up speed. I, you know, maybe not like a full dash, but yeah. They, they, you, you kick the reins, they pick up speed. You've already shown that they're calm and in control. So, done and done. Uh, and in the back of my mind, just, oh, thank God I'm going to take a lesson from Ciroc. There you go. <laughs> um, up next. Just me. Do it. Um, so you said that there was one Wyvern and Wyvern rider that kind of seems to be in, like, the leader? Yes, the fancier, the fancier one is the leader. Perfect. Yeah, He seems to be I up would... towards the front. Um, okay. And his, he seems a little pissed off because his stuff didn't go right. I, I have a, I have a range of six hundred feet. Yeah. Sharpshooter means that I don't have disadvantage. You can. Absolutely. So I'm gonna shoot the man. Absolutely. Except I would like to shoot the wyvern that he's riding. Great. Hoping to kill it and have him plummet to the his death. Got it. Yeah. Um. Sounds good. <laughs> So I'm going to implement sharpshooter, so it's a minus 5 for plus 10 damage. Um, so that is a 17. Hits. Ah, yes, perfect. Then I'm also going to make this a grasping arrow. Ooh, okay. So it will do an extra 2d6 poison damage. Mm-hmm. Its speed is reduced by 10 feet, and it will take an additional 2d6 slashing damage the first time on each turn. It moves one foot or more. Yeah. As Bramble wrap around it. Yeah. So. Absolutely. I do. 
And the plus one arrows, mm-hmm. are they plus one to damage yep. and attack or just attack? Both. Both? Okay, that's what I thought. So that's four, eight, nine, right, let me, 19. Let me some... 19 points of piercing damage and seven points of poison for 26 points of damage. Okay, 26 you said? Yes. Seven of which was poison. I don't know if that matters. Ooh, um, it does not. Okay. And then I will shoot again. Natural 20. Natural 20. Nice. Nice. Okay, so I do... 8, 12, 22, 23 points of damage on the second attack. 23 points of damage on the second. Sharpshooter is putting in work. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, he, two huge arrows into the wyvern. It screeches out in pain. The guy riding it struggles to, to sort of hold it up. The brambles begin to wrap around it. Who is next? Is it the bad guys? Um, yes. I believe so. So he yes. automatically takes that 2d6 because that wyvern oh, has to okay. keep flying. So he will take eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Alright. That wyvern is a Officially bloodied. Nicely done. So, um, the lead wyvern sort of whips about and is going to come dive bombing at um, Clever Stitch and um, and as you do, some of the other wyverns sort of, as it does, some of the other wyverns sort of filter behind into this wing pattern. Um, the, at the same time, the students of the Magnus Exploratorium, these upperclassmen, um, hang, some of them hanging off the sides, some of them poking their heads out from like their covered wagons and, and carriages and things like that. Um, you can see just this this blitz of, um, of like scorching ray, a few people casting, Things like um, magic missile stuff that that isn't um, gonna miss, right? Pretty, they they may they don't have like a ton of magical skill, but they they stick to things that are like it'll auto hit. It's a big enough area. I'm you know sure. I don't have to aim. Whatever the magical shotgun version of that is, right? Brain <laughs> um, breaking. Yeah, nope. the two winged wyverns on his side they sort of peel off as they take uh, the bulk of of that damage um it looks like the leader and the two wyverns that were behind you guys that dropped that rear trap portion those are the ones that seem to be what you have to worry about the others are are getting magic pelted at them and and a bunch of other stuff okay um so Wyvern is going to claw and stinger at 
Clever Stitch. Um, one is going to miss with a natural four. Uh, the claws, however, are a 23 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay. That. <laughs> and so that is going to be... 11 points of slashing damage. Okay. As you come running forward, the wyvern comes dive-bombing in. Its uh, stinger tail comes whipping up just past you. And then as you sort of look by, as the stinger on the tail goes like right by your, your shoulder and face, you turn just into these massive claws that scrape along along your shoulders and armor, sort of twist your body a little bit, but you, you keep running as the wyvern has to wheel back around um, to try to make another pass next turn. The other two, since Saride is in the lead cart, um, it is going to be one stinger attack against treasure, one uh, the claws against Saride. Um, treasure up first. Uh, oh! I don't know that either of those will hit. Well, actually, excuse me, Sride has no armor. So, 13. For me? No, for Sride. You got a 12. Yeah. Treasure he misses on a 12. Rat. What do you got, what Treasure? You I'm at 18. I'm just asking because I also wanted to ask, is Sride within distance where I can sentinel this thing? You could, but I believe you used your reaction getting on the wagon. You're right. Okay. okay. But but normally yes. So in the future when it comes by, yes. Um. Yeah. Uh. So the claws try to snatch Saride up and off of. That's the wrong set of dice. Up and off of the uh, off of the creature. That is going to be 15 points of slashing damage. I'm bloodied. Okay. Um, the last wyvern is going to Soraka's. Um, I think Sorak's next, and oh, Talroth, you also hit your your dash, right? So you and Sorak are are sort of in place now. So uh, Sorak is evens. Talroth is odds. There we go. Odds. Talroth. Two attacks. Uh, both of those are natural 15s plus 7 for 22. No, I'm just going to summon my power of whiskey and yeah, they both hit. Sounds good. The power of whiskey makes you think you are safe, but you are not. Uh, so the first one is 11 <laughs> points of damage. And for the second one, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. That's a 15. 15. Oh, you barely succeed, which is good. The poison of the wyvern stinger hits your body and you immediately can feel the death beginning to creep up and inside of you. Um, but you are able to shake it off. Um, so instead, you are going to take nine 
points of slashing damage plus I have to type this one. I had already used my reaction, right? Yeah, to control the to control the horses. Mm -hmm. Um plus fifteen points of poison damage. Ooh. So nine slashing, fifteen poison. Yep. Remember you guys had eight temp. Had eight temp. I know. <laughs> but it's better than than not. That's true. Okay. I'm about to be a wyvern queen. <laughs> um, that is it for the wyverns. Who's up next? Um, next it's treasure. Treasure. How close is this thing to me? Because I could apparently, par I could try to do something real dumb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want to try to do? I want to grapple it so it doesn't run away. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, go for it. Uh, they're not flying by like they had to fly to kind of get in range. They're kind of flying as you guys are riding, so it's more like a chase scene. I'll let it. Go for it. Do it. Okay. Mount the wyvern. Take control exactly. of the I'm going to get on that thing in about five seconds. Okay. Take control of it. Uh, what's it going to be? It's going to be my attack plus whatever I roll, correct? Uh, to grapple? Grapple's a strength check, right? It's an yes. athletics check, strength? I believe. Athletics. athletics. Yeah. Perfect, okay. Proposed athletics check. Uh, 16 plus 7. Is a nice. 23 uh, versus a 12 plus 4 for a 16. So yes, you do grapple it. You grab onto one of its, one of its claws um, as it goes riding by and uh, you, you sort of swing up on it. You're arms wrapped around it um what would you like to do i'm gonna kick the rider off this is mine now okay <laughs> we'll call it a bonus action for for the melee attack roll um we'll do opposed athletics again as you attempt to shove the rider off roll a 20 roll a 20 roll a 20 i i didn't i rolled a 17 still really good yeah i'm okay yeah. with that Total of 19, and your athletics is a 24. So you you get a hold of the foot of the wyvern, and you sort of start to swing your leg over. The, um, the lizard folk turns, sees you, and starts to, like, grab at your hand. And you just reach up with the other hand and, like, grab it by the scruff frills and, like, toss it behind you as it sort of flops down with, with a big rolling thud. <laughs> Exactly, behind you. Now let's attempt to take control of this flying lizard. That'll, that'll <laughs> That's going to be the real hard part. That'll be your reaction if you do so. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'm going to attempt it. Okay. Make me an uh, um, animal handling check. It's going to be a disadvantage because this is a trained wyvern and you are not its master. Also not known for flying excellence. Right, yeah, I mean, there's, there's other reasons, but we'll just cite those for now. Uh, that one? A natural one, okay. Um, so you are on it, it knows you are not its master, 
it is not pleased with you, um, but it'll have to figure out what to do with you next turn, on its next turn. Okay? Okay, uh, new round. All right. I see the ace up top with Clever Stitch. He's writing down what order everybody's going in. Um, Looks like Mars is on a king. Uh, so Ride, I think, is last What, were, what were you on, Cody? Five. I'm second to last, okay. I think. Everybody, yeah. me, then Ride. Don't die before I get to you. Love you, bye. <laughs> I make no promises. I'm sorry! <laughs> um, okay, so... Um, fuck this wyvern. <laughs> so I'm going to attack him. Okay. Um... And I think... Are you on his bridge? What? You want me out your ravine? You're going to have to kill me, uh, Wyvern. Fuck your ravine, <laughs> Wyvern. <laughs> Shh, don't say that. Um, what? I want to see the Wyvern. Let's see. I think if I use... God damn. You're welcome. Thank you, yeah, I know. I know what my job here is. <laughs> Yeah, I think it will. I think it will negate out the grasping arrow, which sticks around. So instead, I will just shoot the man. Okay. Sharpshooter style, like always. Okay. Yeah, you time your shot so it's. It, I'm not caring about if you're in melee, if you're not in melee for most I of this. I have crossbow expert. Right. So it. So actually, that doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Well, good. Yep. Right. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> um. So that's a dirty 20 to hit. Yeah. 20 points of damage. Okay. Unamas. Four, four, four. Another dirty 20, much less damage, however. Um, 16 points of damage. Ooh. It is holding on, but one more shot, even at the lower end, and it will drop. Well, when it moves on its turn, it will take... 2d6 points of slashing damage. Okay. Do you want I'm done. Do you want an action surge? Oh. I forget that fighters can do that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, you you don't have to shoot this one. You can shoot a different one if you want, but I just wanted no, to No, I'll shoot this one first. Okay. All right. And then see if it dies. Um and it should. That's a 22 to hit. That will hit. Um and that's 20 points of damage. Abs- yeah. With with a four point overkill, the the third arrow that you drop into this wyvern in as many seconds, um, just in in rapid pulls, uh, the bowstring snapping like a like a thunderous, I don't know, machine gun, um, <laughs> sort of catches the catches the wyvern. The the um, we're gonna give him a, a re- I was gonna say reflex save, dex save. Um, with a natural three, he fails. So the the leader of these lizard folk that was on that wyvern, as it starts to fall to the ground, tries to like dismount and leap off, but the wing catches him, and he falls with it into the ground, uh, far behind you guys as as your horses continue to race. Good. And then with my last attack from that action surge, I will shoot. At the dry, at the rider that was on that wyvern, because okay, fuck well, him. 
he, I mean, you can kill him. I know. Yeah, great. I know. He, he's not going to hurt us. Yeah, but... hold on. Clever Stitch, quick question for you. Last yes. turn, we didn't, we just didn't really have you move. We just had you kind of moving normal. Did you want to try to get on one of the carts? Um. I am afraid of you getting left behind. I will use this turn. I'll use my feline agility to okay. double my speed. Okay. And then hop on a cart that way. Great. Okay. Just um, wanted to double check because no, then I do have to track all the monsters that are left behind. Yes. It's just mm, monsters and clever no. stitch just hanging out will, in the back. Nope. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, and I'll just shoot that man because I hate him. Okay. Um, an 18 to hit yeah. for 24 damage. Okay. Um, that guy is bloodied. Um, nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. After clever stitch, I believe it's Tauroth on the king. Uh, so one of them did. One of them did come down and try mm-hmm. to bite me and all that. It did. It, claw- it clawed and stung you. Um, so that one's keeping pace with your with your wagon. It's right there. What would you like to do? Now, since Sorak and I were neck and neck, is he between Sorak and I? Sure. Yeah. Would that qualify for a sneak attack? Uh, if you hold your attack until Sorak threatens it. I'll, I'll give it to you. Because so far, Sorok's just been driving. All right, wait. No, I shot the driver off. I shot the that's rider right. off of that So one. yes, that's fine. Yeah, I'll say he's threatening it. He's got a weapon out. That works. Mm-hmm. Go for it. All right. So yeah, he bites me. I'll bite him back. Okay. <laughs> Sneak attack with teeth. Ah. It's like when that you have a doctor, then you didn't see them. That is a 21 to hit. A 21 absolutely hits. So 22 slashing damage. Okay, 22 slashing damage. Nice. Almost, that one is almost bloody. Um, bonus action? And this and this was the wyvern that does not have a rider. This Correct. was the one that had dive bombed us. Yep, this is the, the riderless one. Yep. Yeah, just kind of get him off me. Is... Uh, would I be able to try to kind of hide from his sight? Like I don't, bonus action hide just to kind of get away from his line of sight? No, because you're you can't move. You're on the cart, right? You can move the whole cart, but if you leave where you're standing and like driving the horses, you know, you can't duck in the thing to, to get under the cover and drive. That's that's the issue. If you wanted to quit driving, then you could, but that's up to you. Uh, no, I'll just I'll just keep driving. Okay, so make me a um, make me a bonus action. I'll give you the drive check, the vehicle check, dexterity based. Seven. Seven. Okay, so um, you're gonna it's gonna actually your wagon wheel 
hits one of the larger fallen rocks that uh, got shattered, and um, everything sort of bumps and upsets. It's going to take eight points of cart damage, if you could keep track of that for me. Uh, it's still rolling. It, it doesn't seem to be impeding its usability just yet, but you felt it. Um, all right, who's next? Treasure. Treasure. You're on this wyvern. And it's clearly not happy with me. It is not happy with you. In fact, as it's moving, um, make me a athletics check just to hold on. Because it's like sp- it's like spiraling, doing that barrel roll. Yeah. I got a 17. Hold yeah, it. you hold on. Absolutely. But I'm going to try to do something crazy now because I'm seeing Tauroth and Sarok are having trouble and it's barrel rolling gave me a terrible, horrible, wonderful idea. Okay, what do you want to do? I'm going to track this wyvern into the other one. Okay. Um... <laughs> and if I... I know I'm going to get booted. I know this thing's going to eventually get me off. So I'm going to yep. try to land in either Sarok or Tauroth's cart at that point. Okay. <laughs> Make me a animal handling check at disadvantage as you try to steer it. You can use your strength for this. That actually wasn't too shabby. That's a 16. A 16? Okay. So strength-based animal yeah. handling is you're just like pulling its head, trying to, to force it to turn um, to another way. <laughs> oh, you do. Um, so that's a, <laughs> that is a 10 uh, which does beat it, and 16 is higher than the other Wyvern's armor class. Okay, roll me 2d6. That, that is a 5 and a 6. Okay. We don't roll 1s. Treasure's mm, house. <laughs> nice. 11 points of damage as the Wyverns come crashing into each other each of them taking 11 points of damage. Um, would you like to jump off of the wyverns now? Yes, I am trying to land in either Sarok or Talroth's cart, whichever one I can more safely land in. Uh, Talroth would be the one. Talroth or Sarok. Yeah, so you could take either. Um, make me... Again, whichever one. Make me an acrobatics check. You're going to try to fall with style. <laughs> if she lands on me, can I uncanny dodge that? Sure. That was a 13. A Flat. 13. <laughs> okay. Sirak so is the one with the cover, or you can land on Tauroth's. Which would you like to do? I'd probably want to land in the open one so I don't break the cover. Okay. So, yeah, you, you go thumping into the bed. Of, of the back one. Um, you're going to take two points of fall damage. Cool. Alright, up next is Sirak. 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 So now between me and Talroth, there are two wyverns? Yes. Yeah. All right, 
bonus action to move my hunter's mark to the wyvern that I had hit the rider off of. Got it. So he's taking the most damage. Yep. And I'm going to attack him with my bow. Okay. And I'm going to drop the dice and roll it again. Less okay. Oh, that's not going to hit. That's a 13. That barely hits. Oh, son of a gun. Yeah, I, I knew that would happen. 13 is their armor Okay, class. that first is going to be 7 plus 4. So that will be 11 damage. 11 damage, okay. All right, not down yet. I will hit him again for, that's better, 22. Okay, yeah. And that's going to be 6 plus 4 for 10 damage. 10 points of damage, all right. A couple more good arrows and, and the wyvern is down. Um, it's This one is not down yet, but it will be. Uh, so yeah, but anything else, Sirak? Reaction, drive um, check. I was going to say bonus action, but yeah, reaction for drive check. Yeah, you bonus action. And that's the... Oh, I bonus action getting um, a Hunter's Mark over. Yep. And that's uh, Dex, right? Yeah, or Strength. I'll take either, but I think Dex is your I'll better. go with Dex. Yeah. Uh, that's 19 plus 4 for 23. 23... Yeah, you're able to drive the cart. Absolutely. You're you're dodging rocks that are in the road. You're dodging luggage that's falling off of the wagons in front of you. You're I'm you're... just imagining that I I trained with Attila the Hun and yeah. so like I'm riding like I'm on one leg on each horse, Jean-Claude Van Damme with the the yeah. with those and then Yeah, absolutely. You are um <laughs> Yeah. I, I can I can add nothing to that beauty. Um, so the wyverns are up. There's two of them that are left. Um, it's going to be two attacks on Treasure because she tried to ride one, and then one attack on Tauroth, one attack on Sorak. Um, so do Treasure first. Uh, natural 19 and a natural 1. The 19 plus 7 for a 26 will hit. Um, that's going to be... Can you make me a constitution saving throw, please? You're supposed to be good at the so let's see. You're supposed to be. Your mouth to God's ears. Eh? Mm. That is a 12. Okay, a 12 fails. So you are going to take you take 12 points of slashing damage and then you take 29 points of poison damage. Ow. I'm standing but I'm bloodied. Ow. Yeah, when the when the I, I am so sorry, Tauroth, you saved against the poison, didn't you? And I told you fifteen, you took eight. Fifteen is what I rolled. You get seven hit points back. I am so sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. I rolled very poorly against you. I rolled very well against Treasure. I am sorry to both. <laughs> Um, That's okay. Thank goodness I am a tank. 
cute you and fact are. The poison does seep into your tiefling body. Your gold skin sort of turns um, a greenish hue underneath, sort of like a weird oil slick as just the poison creeps over you. Um, that is it for the first one. Claws against uh, Tauroth, Stinger against Ciroc. Uh Claws first. Uh, 18 to hit Tauroth, 21 to hit Sirach. Yep. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Okay, so Claws is 8, 12 points of damage against um, Tauroth and Sirach, I need a constitution saving throw. Uh, That's gonna be a 13 for Sirach. That's gonna fail. So that is 9 points of slashing damage. Plus thirty-seven. Twenty-one points of poison damage. Ten four. Okay. Do That's... I? I still have my reaction, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna sucker punch the one that just hit Talroth. Cool. How dare? Yeah. <laughs> And since I have Tavern Brawler, she's just going to straight up cold cock this wire. <laughs> okay, let's do it. That's a 19 to hit. Absolutely. For six damage, and if I remember correctly, now it can't move. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. So it, it, it'll start to fall back. Um, that was the point. <laughs> all right, so ride. Okay, babies, who's looking worse? I'm good. Don't worry about me. I need numbers. Well, on a scale of 1 to 46, I'm at about a 14. Treasure, where you at? I'm at 23 and about to pull talk more teeth out of this wyvern for necklace. Okay, um, so bonus action, mantle of inspiration again. Everyone have eight hit points temporarily, because that's the best I can do for everybody. Um, Stitch, if you want to use 30 feet of movement to, I don't know, get on a fucking cart. I'm already on a cart. Get on my cart, you child. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Sage, no. cat jumps over. Not make me. <laughs> oh, that's right. You are a cat. So he won't go where you want him to go. <laughs> and I would like to use my action to put a glass of water on the seat next to me on the cart to lure st- <laughs> I knock it over. I appear. <laughs> there it is. Got it. Um, Done. Um, and then, oh, fuck. Wait. Okay. Can I swap something as a bonus action for an action? So, like, His mantle of whatever the fuck is a bonus action, so is healing word? Y- yes. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yep. So she'll look back at Tauroth and in Sylvan, and she's going to make her voice as dry and clearly sarcastic as possible, say, am I that transparent? I want you. I need you. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Heal for sarcasm? I 
I just need you to know that I rolled on my own a four for my insight check of plus six. Mm-hmm. So Sirak does not realize that that was sarcasm. Twelve hit points. A total of ten, though. Natural four plus six for you, Sirak. No, natural four plus two. Oh, okay, six. Yeah. So okay. a total of six. Yeah. Mid battle sarcasm, not Sirak's strong suit. Okay, no, <laughs> he doesn't know how to break it to Thosin is the worst part. No. <laughs> he's, he's having his own internal struggle right now. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for thinking she's stupid enough to do that out loud. People do crazy things when they're in love, you know? Jeez. Yeah. Also, uh, this is my love face. <laughs> With a six on inside. <laughs> oh, new round. New round. Sorry, Cody. You're good. So, I believe it is Matthew, then Sirach, and then Tauroth, and then me, and then the ladies. Look at those good numbers, y'all. Yeah. Um, okay, so Ooh, there are... is the lowest I can go. There are two wyverns left. There are yeah. two, um, yes, two wyverns left. One that is really not good. One that is is not bad. But that one has fallen behind. Gotcha. I will shoot the one that looks really not good. Great. Wait, does that one have a treasure next to it? Yes, that one treasure is, is close enough to... Then able. I'll shoot the one that's falling behind just because I have range. Cool. And not everybody does. Great. Uh, sharpshooter like normal. That is a 19 to... Sorry, 18 to hit. Still hits. Because I'm not using my plus one arrows. That's 11... 21 points of damage. Okay, nice. And then attack numero dos. Um, 16 to hit. Yep. And that is 16 points of damage. Okay. That's it. Yeah, nice. So the, the two arrows come slamming into it. You're catching this one because it's behind, and you're sort of riding on the cart, like, in its wing shoulders, and it's 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 in pain. It doesn't like it. Um, Sorak. Um, I'm going to try and finally take out this uh, the one that's next to um, that I've been shooting at this whole time, the one next to Treasure. Yep, do um, it. I'm going to also cast Planar Warrior on it. Okay. So the next hit is a D8 uh, plus. Uh, so that's going to be uh, 19 to hit. Absolutely. So that's 2D8 and a D6. For AO. 10 plus 4, 14 damage. Okay, 14 damage. Nice. Next shot. Oh, still up. Uh, that'll be a uh, dirty 20 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that will be 8 plus 4 for 12 damage. 12 damage. That's showtime. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to us, Sirak. Anything special? 
uh, with the final shot, I see it like keeping up with our pace, but limping. And as my eyes have the gray planar energy around them, and I just let loose the final arrow, the twisting energy of Hunter's Mark, and just straight in the little... Because we know every single dragon has that little break in the chest where the weak spot, and just straight in there, and right through out the other backside. Absolutely. As the viscera sprays out of the back of the wyvern, the one uh, that had begun to fall behind, those of you that speak draconic, you can hear the the yells of the, of its commanders, Those some of those fallen, um, twisted lizard folk calling for it to cut off its chase. Um, I would like one final drive check from everybody driving a cart, please. That's the one I mess up. The final nine. Okay. Nat 20. At 25. Nicely done. <laughs> 14. Nice. Um, Surak. Uh, your yep. cart is going to take six points of cart damage. Um, just rolling over. Again, you, you hit like a large rock, maybe a little pothole or something like that. Um, it rattles, it shakes, everything stays on. You guys um, make it out of the ravine and the, the riders continue to rush. Um, Thosin was up ahead in, in one of those larger carts. You guys remember Olarun sort of flying around, angelic winged, uh, fighting wyverns, obviously. Um, no, no way that wasn't happening. And uh, Fable just hurling fire into the sky in at different points. Follow the scorch marks. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> As you guys make it out of the ravine and, and about three, four, five minutes afterwards, the beasts and the horses are exhausted. Um, they were they were like sprinting through that ravine once the rock slide started to happen. So as um, as you guys ride, they can I think ride for like twenty minutes like that or so. And at that point, they are they are exhausted. But you guys feel safe. You keep an eye on the ravine, and there does not seem to be much that is giving chase. Um, that is where we are going to end for the night. Thank you guys for sticking with us. We did run a little late. I apologize for that, but I think it was a pretty epic fight. You guys did a wonderful job. Um, so thanks for hanging out with us. Congratulations to our winner um, for those Norse Foundry coins. Woo! We will be sending those to you. Uh, and we have some other giveaways that we still do need to send out. We're working on getting packaging and stuff that we apologize for the delay. Other than that, we are going to say goodnight. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time. But until then, be cool.